Welcome, welcome to episode number 58 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Araj Dolachahi, and my two co-pilots for this evening's debauchery and debacle is the one and only Carlos Buarguello. And I'm going to see if I can get this one right. And sitting next to Mr. Carlos Buarguello is the one and only Les... Crunch, crunch. Is more... Gonzalez. Yes! Oh, Wait, did, did, is, Shazam! This is it. I, I don't know if we did it, it right. I think we did do something here. Okay. I think we did it. I think we did it. I think I need to shorten that, but let's keep back now, and forth there. Today, we have two amazing women who are not only great people, but now are great podcasters from the Canto Bite Dispatch podcast, which is a great podcast and a great time. I listen to it now every week, and it's amazing. It's double the trouble tonight. We have Miss Emily Lindolin and Miss Downtown Brittany Brown, who I have a new nickname for. We're going to call her BB Squared. <laughs> How are you girls doing? I'm good. Yeah, good too. I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> An we're honor to be here. <laughs> oh, that's nice of you. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here. And, and thank you for putting out such a cool ass podcast. And I know, Emily, you've already had prior podcasts. You've been on here before, Emily. Yes, I have. And we Glad had a great time. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you for being back. And I remember you reined us in a bunch yeah. of times when we were talking about yes. Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> so you might have to do that again this weekend, but we didn't. See I hope it. not. Well, I've, been, I've been drinking today, so who knows? Oh, nice! Oh, nice. <laughs> no holds barred. Yes, I think I need a drink too now. Now Les has a beer in his hand. Boo, do you have a beer? I do not. I think you need to get one. I need. I do need. And, and one, I yeah. think I need to get one. Brittany, are you? Uh, did you just get off work or what? Um, well, I work at midnight tonight, actually. So, Brittany, you, you just got... get blitzed. Get no, yeah. No. <laughs> Brittany, you sound like you are a little congested. Am I correct? Oh uh, yeah. I'm all good, though. No, it sounds great. You have, Mm -hmm. like, a deep, sultry voice. (laughs) My sexy podcast voice. Yes. Oh, wow. wow. Nice. That that is... uh, (laughs) Who just got really excited Mm. about (laughs) me? Damn. Better calm that voice down there. Better calm that voice down. Yeah. Now, can you let the listeners know, both of you can talk about your podcast, Canto Byte Dispatch, and you guys are on your seventh episode. Am I correct? That's right. We just released seven this past week. Yeah, how, so how did this all come about? 
Like what? Um, yeah, yeah. Explain yourselves. <laughs> okay, that's, that sounds slightly hostile. Um, <laughs> let's see. We were in the chat room on one of the call-in shows for Steel Wars, and Brittany had gotten podcasting equipment, I guess, and somebody asked her, oh, when are you going to start your own podcast? And she she wanted to, but she was looking for a co-host, and I immediately <laughs> immediately messaged her, like, me, 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 me. It's got to nice. be me. <laughs> and then felt really guilty and was like, I had to, like, DM her on Twitter and be like, um, you don't you don't have to do it with me if you don't want to. Like I know that was a lot of pressure. <laughs> That's what I did with these two, by the way. <laughs> I, I avoided every opportunity. He actually did. Yeah, Les I actually did. really ran for yeah. a long time, and then finally he he came on and stuck on. So, Brittany, what's the uh, how what how's it feel being on a podcast with the great Lindo? Oh my goodness, it's wonderful. She's my dream co-host. Like when I was thinking about starting a podcast, I was always having Emily in the back of my mind. Like I've always admired her from afar. That doesn't sound creepy at all. No, like after all. <laughs> after she wrote that erotic fan fiction for Star Wars Celebration, I was oh, like, yes. I, love, I love this girl. And then I was talking to her once on one of the call-in shows and I was like, I love you, Emily. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then finally we started a podcast together and now we bond over telling each other what people we want to fuck in a refresher so it's great <laughs> that's good times fan, that's fantastic huh. yeah that's what i love about your podcast <laughs> we're very great. open yeah there yeah so let the, let the listeners know what kind of podcast it is and, and what they can expect i mean really it's it's just it's another star wars podcast um i know there's quite a few out there but i think everybody sort of has their own spin on what Star Wars means to them. Um, Brittany and I both really, really love Star Wars, but neither of us are super like knowledgeable when it comes to the EU or stuff like that. We keep we try to keep it pretty casual. Um, we don't go like super intense into any one topic. We just sort of whatever strikes our fancy in Star Wars news that week. Right now, I've been watching the Clone Wars for the first time, so nice. we're sort of we're doing that every week, and that's just sort of you know there's news or there's not news, and we get emails, and we we do top three rankings every week. Sometimes the topics are like top three cuddly creatures. Sometimes there's top <laughs> three people that you want to have sex with. Sometimes <laughs> it's top three movie posters. So we've, we've done a lot of different stuff. That's a range right there. Yeah, it's very diverse. I see. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are crossing a certain territory by bringing up the sex question. We haven't done that yet. Have we haven't we? done the sex question. Wow. Huh. Look at might us. Start. Maybe might as well start. Might as well start. Might as well oh, start. No. Yeah. <laughs> might as well there's start no time tonight. like the present. Yeah. Before we get into the geekdom, I know Emily's geekdom because Emily broke it down for us last time and she, her geekdom is very aligned with our geekdom or at least my geekdom. Uh, she's a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. Am I correct? Yes, right? absolutely. She loves Mendo. Of and course. Little, I, don't and, know, I don't know if he counts as a fandom, but okay. <laughs> in, a little, uh, in a little different way than I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and she's a huge Twin Peaks fan. She has a podcast devoted to Twin Peaks. Mm -hmm. and I talked to her about Eddie Vedder actually being on Twin Peaks the other day. Ah. And that podcast is called How's yeah. Annie? And we, we got, kind of got a gist of that. And I remember that she's a huge, huge Bob Dylan fan. Yes. See, I remember all these things, Emily. You made an impression. It's very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brittany, what is your geekdom like other than Star Wars? What are you into? 
I'm actually really into Marvel now. And Ooh. also I'm into Indiana Jones, a little bit of everything. Like I never really got into a lot of things like Star Wars was my main bitch, but <laughs> nice. Yeah, after a couple of years. I like how Brittany you know, talks here, man. Brittany's like straight Star out. Wars like, Star, Wars Star, Wars yeah. Star Wars is my main bitch. Star Wars is my main bitch. I've never heard anybody you, call you Star Wars a side piece over there. Yeah, exactly. This is my main right here. No, no, <laughs> with, oh, okay. yeah. Indiana Jones is my side piece. Nothing shocks me. I'm a scientist. And then Marvel is my, like, you know, every, like, May or June, you know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Your little booty, booty call. call. Your little, <laughs> booty call. <laughs> little lonely <laughs> booty call. That's, like, that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Maintain your roster, Brittany. That's right. You maintain <laughs> that <laughs> roster. Also, like Game of Thrones, am I correct? Oh, yeah. That's okay. another I yeah. am really into Yeah, Game of Thrones is like, you know, that phone call every now and then that I get. That's, hey, you want to watch Netflix and chill? Nice, <laughs> like, yeah. nice. You're like, sure, <laughs> sure I could do that tonight. Sure. <laughs> I think I'm not busy. I don't work. Yeah. <laughs> well, how long are we going to do that for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we're going to do a little game at the end with uh, Downtown Brittany Brown. Of course, we're going to do the flash round. We've, mm-hmm. we've done it with Emily before. I don't so, think we actually did. We didn't do one with Emily at all? Oh, That's a shame. I don't Holy think so. Hell. Okay, well, then we'll do one for yeah, both of we'll you. Emily hell yeah. and Brittany will do yes. the flash round. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. great. Well, before we get into all that, let's do our shenanigans real quick. So you can find us on Facebook at Symbol the Sithless Podcast. <laughs> we're on Twitter at Symbol the Sithless Boo. At the Seth Liz, boo. Le- at Les is more 78. And then, Emily, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at EF Lind. It's at E-F-L-I-N-D. Okay. Brittany Brown, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Canto Brit. Great. And then you can also find us on all the other social media platforms, mm-hmm. Instagram, The Sith List. Thank you, Andrew Medina, yep. for setting all that up. And then also you can find our stuff on T Public. But people bought stickers today. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I was it you? Stickers. Oh, was that's you? Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> thank you. I, I got an email. It said, you sold some stickers. I said, hell yeah, that's <laughs> rad. That's, oh, thank you. That's very cool. That's very yeah. nice of you. That's so Anytime, cool. yeah. I just started school, so I wanted to bedazzle my uh, notebook with a bunch of podcast stickers to support all the ones that I love. So I was like, I should just get a bunch of stickers. And it was 4 a.m. in the morning and I couldn't sleep. So I'm like, might as well buy some stickers. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for you. Thank you. Really appreciate it. And we're going to have some new designs and stuff yeah. with the help of real artists, not just me like faking with, it. Uh, with some Photoshop. Some Photoshop <laughs> shit. It's pretty yeah. good, though. It's pretty <laughs> yeah, good. It does work out. Yeah. appreciate it. I'm so, so excited. Yeah. So <laughs> let's get into some random spiels. And I wanted to get into first the movie Mother. What brings you to us? Well, they told me I could find a room here. He thought we were at a bed and breakfast. He's a stranger. Hello. Did you know he had a wife? Who are these people? They've come here to see me. <laughs> come quickly. You're insane. God help you. I haven't seen it. You haven't. None of us have seen it, no. but I want to see it because I love the director. Mm-hmm. But I know Emily saw it, huh? correct? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. 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 <laughs> so I, wanna, I want a review from a person that loves this director and was very, very giddy about watching this film. Am I correct? Yeah, I was, I was really excited going into it. Yes, I remember talking to you about it. So w- give us the lowdown. How was it? You know, it's just not... It's just not a good movie. Oh, um, that's a that's a bad sign. <laughs> yeah. That's like, a really bad way to start. And honestly, 
I don't even think it's worth the controversy around it. Oh. That's that's how not good it is. Like, I don't even think there's really anything here to get upset about or to hate because the movie's just. I think the the way I would describe it the most is it's empty. Oh, aye, aye, aye. Like I felt more, I felt more watching commercials. Is it is it like disjointed? I heard it's kind of like everywhere. I mean, it is insofar as it's a Darren Aronofsky movie, and they're always a little bit a little bit weird. You know, it started and for the first like hour, I wasn't super liking it, but I thought at least it had potential to go somewhere interesting. I was so happy to see Michelle Pfeiffer on the big screen again because I haven't seen her in anything in yeah. I don't even know how long. Right. And and she's always amazing and good and she's she's probably the best part in this. At but, least she's back. Yeah, I, I hope she's in more stuff because I want to see her in things that are actually enjoyable to watch. It felt like it was trying really really hard to be shocking. When that's your goal, I think it it's hard to make it work. And it's especially hard to be shocking if you don't care about any of the characters and what happens to them. Mm-hmm. And so like there's some stuff at the end like that is it's very graphic and very I mean it like on paper very upsetting, but it's so obviously coming to that head and such a I don't know, it's almost like the most clichéd what's the ultimate shocking thing i could do in this movie got it and now how are the performances at least j-law wasn't good i mean okay i know i know some people really don't like her i i've loved her in basically everything i've seen her in but there's no character here there's no there's no none of these people are characters they're just sort of allegorical cardboard cutouts um it's maybe the most obvious allegory (laughs) ever put to screen like (laughs) it's not subtle and you know i've seen people saying oh if you don't like this movie it's because you don't get it and i'm like no i i get it it's there's no sub (laughs) there's no subtext here it's all it's all very obviously text i just you know like when it goes for this last ultimate shocking thing I was just sitting there like being like, okay, like it's not, it's not 120 days of Sodom. It's not even really cannibal Holocaust. Like I'd rather watch either of those movies because at least when I was watching those movies, I had some sort of reaction to them. But this movie ended and I heard throughout the theater from like five or six different people just loud sighs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is, that's not a good sign. Not a good sign at all. Never, never, ever a good Well, sign. I'm glad you gave us this review because now we don't have to see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, just watch Requiem for a Dream again. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. Like, and, that's and, a movie that's, yeah, like, that's a movie that's disturbing, but it works because the characters feel like people and you care about them and it's, it's accomplishing something. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And Black Swan, too, was great. Black Swan is great. The wrestler is great. He, the wrestler is great. I mean, Pie is amazing. Oh, this, yeah, that's, this is a disappointment. That's that sucks. That sucks. Thank you, Emily. <laughs> Thank you for that. Well, it didn't crack the top three no. because this week obviously was a, still a huge week for it. 
and mm. made $60 million. Well, well, well. Oh, man, I'm so happy. I am happy, too. <laughs> and American Assassin came in second with $14 million And Mother, oh, actually, it did. I'm sorry, it did hit the top three, made seven point five. Oh, Wait, but so, American Assassin didn't do well either? Well, I mean, it did well enough to be second. No, People, but, nothing is making money other than it right now. I know, but $14 million is crap. I know. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And I had a chance to see American Assassin, and I just said no. I don't know why. Wow. I love Michael Keaton. And you That's said what you my dad and brother it. said. Yeah. Yeah, I love Michael Keaton. I, I just doesn't it, – nothing it, is compelling me to go see it. Yeah, see, see, the thing about that movie is that it looks – Good, but I think it has the chance to be really, really stupid. <laughs> right. I, that's, that's exactly. I'm like, I'm like, the action scenes look cool, but like the story, I'm like, this has a chance to be really dumb. Yeah, Les I, wants to see it though. I, I did. Yeah, I really do want to see know. it. So uh, you can tell us. Go see Mother and American. Well, Cassie when you see, yeah, when you see the the box office returns, it's like, well, okay, yeah, that doesn't necessarily doesn't but mean it doesn't anything, mean anything. But, but still. did you both see it? I did. No. <laughs> Who said no? Was that Emily it's said me. no. No, it was me. Oh, you didn't see it. My Emily sexy raspy voice. Yeah, <laughs> sexy yeah, Brittany, voice. You, you gotta start distinguishing between the voices. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. She's throwing me off with her sexy raspy voice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if No, it's... I saw I saw it opening weekend. I was so excited. We saw it on opening night on Thursday night and we were ex- just Yeah. Minus was... minus the excitement, but yeah. Yeah, he wasn't excited, obviously. <laughs> Boo was scared. Yeah. He, did okay. he did okay. I did fine. I will say he I did. I do want to see it again, but it doesn't mean I want to do it. No. Well, yeah, it was a good movie, but no. Boo doesn't want to go see it. Definitely have to see no. it again. But we loved it. And, and Emily, you loved it? I I can't remember a horror movie in the past like ten or fifteen years that I liked more. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. We had Haas on last week, and he said the same thing. He was so happy there was a great horror movie out. And 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 like I said last week, I, it felt to me like I was a kid again watching not just a horror movie, but a Steven Spielberg film, or you know, it just coming of age kids movie. It was just, it was just everything. It was great. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. And I'm glad it made sixty million dollars. So it's just killing it right no, now. It's getting close to what? Uh, getting close to two hundred million. Yeah, yeah, That's it's right awesome. there. It's domestically too, it's worldwide. It's yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah just just here at home, it's two, almost 200. Well, we have a new project in the works. I thought this was interesting, so I wanted to talk about it. The Hollywood Reporter reported earlier in the week that the Big Short writer Charles Randolph, which Big Short was a great movie, mm-hmm. and the Rise of the Planet of the Apes director Rupert Wyatt are joining forces. So they're coming out with a movie called Red Rush. This drama, this kind of, I want to read this because this kind of, the drama synopsis sounded pretty weird and interesting. The drama is set in the 22nd century where Mars is the new Wild West, luring those in search of wealth and freedom to the, its inhospitable surface. A brilliant scientist studying Earth from afar, an outlaw miner hoarding a vast but illegal fortune, a ruthless intelligence operative with cameras and spies everywhere, all will be drawn together in a plot that will shake the powers that will be on Red Planet and beyond. So Randolph, the writer, won the Oscar for The Big Short uh, with Adam McKay, and Wyatt is attached to direct it. This sounds kind of crazy. Sounds right? like uh, Total Recall to me. This synopsis sounded to you like that? Well, because well, one, it doesn't help that it's on Mars. Two, there's somebody who has power. It's not somebody in Total Recall. It's like a corporation that uh, pushes down the the poor people on Mars, right? And then it like gives everything else to the rich. And then Schwarzenegger and his like his dream sequence is like a spy. Who's trying to stop the corporation kind of thing and you'll know, get, get the get the damsel and stuff like that. I don't like remember that. it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch the remake either, by the way. No, yeah, the, no, the it had a total crap. uh yeah, this kind of has that same thing. Every the, 
Mars colonized. Mm-hmm. Um, the different stories, though, for Total Recall was based. It was a brain implant, but then it turned out to be a real thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. But a ruthless corporate, corporate guy that ran a mine, yeah. a rebel alliance of some sort. Yeah. Did you say rebel alliance? Yes, huh. I did. We're not Star Wars is Schwarzenegger's yet. in this one, right? In Red Rush? No, he's definitely not. In, they haven't. Well, I don't think so. But it still could be. Oh yeah, it no, has no, it has grounds to be well, good. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's the, interesting. The, it just sounds like the reason I wanted to talk because the writer is amazing and the director proved himself in Rise of the Planet <laughs> of the Apes. So yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Okay. And if it doesn't sound interesting, I'll just edit it out of this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, nobody wants to fucking talk about it. That's fine. We'll move on. <laughs> no. Hi. Wait. I'm hoping it. I'm hoping it really feels like a western. That I think would be awesome. That'd yeah, cool. that's what I got. I, I felt the Westworld kind of feel like, like a post-apocalyptic like a, western or like actual a future western. western. Like a well, that that would be yeah. I guess yeah. the future would be more like a post-apocalyptic hybrid of like you know guns but then there's also holograms and there's Ooh, also like, like that, that yeah. kind of stuff going speaking on, of westworld yeah. by the way it's nominated for 22 emmys tonight. have you finished westworld yet i have not finished yet ah. what how I, is that possible i have not finished yet but i love the show i just have been sidetracked a little mm. bit i apologize emily mm. she just yelled at me mm. <laughs> yeah she did <laughs> <laughs> you're a big fan of westworld i guess emily right oh my god i it's weird i loved it so much but i I'm kind of scared of it having a second season because, I mean, no spoilers. For me, the ending of season one is kind of perfect. Oh, okay. And I'm I'm scared of what the show might become. Okay. I mean, I'm going to watch it and give it a chance with an open mind because those guys have earned a lot of cred with me. I'll just I'll, – I'll definitely – get excited for it but i am a little bit apprehensive i loved everything i saw about it. I, I can't even tell you what the reason is why i haven't yeah, watched so it wait you don't want to see what happens hey, after don't the tell dust me. settles hey hey, hey mm-hmm. don't tell no, me i'm not saying of, anything no. No, he didn't say anything uh, he's not saying anything you just said the dust settles. all right whatever no, yeah no i i i don't because for me like getting to that point is sort of the stuff i was most interested in yeah okay oh, okay you're okay. right getting to the answer okay i gotcha yeah, that's pretty cool I, I seriously want to see yeah. what they do, though. Yeah, yeah. I really continues on. What happened? Really I'm like, oh man, what happens next has got to be just yeah. amazing. So yeah, with, with the giant octopus monsters and stuff. Like that. <laughs> right, man. Just, Fuck just off. Crazy dinosaurs <laughs> coming through. It was and hilarious. Then, and then dude. and then random polar bears and and black smoke monsters coming by. Yeah. Don't talk shit on Lost. I did Lost. love the giant three toed statue. See, that's yeah. right. There was, and, and that's all it was was How just dare a foot with three talk toes. Ill of Lost that's right now, it. Brittany. Yeah. You haven't seen Westworld? No. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I, I'm only about eight oh. episodes in. I, how many episodes are there? Like thirteen? There, I, no, there's ten. I thought. Yeah, you're no, like, so I'm almost there. You're almost there. Then. I thought you were yeah, like episode two. Ed Harris went a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Oh yeah, yeah. Then you're when I was watching. Yeah, okay. okay, just like scalping people and shit. So, he's yeah. scary in that he's, show. He is, yeah, he is. He's a great actor. Speaking of great actors, I, I wanted to do a big moment of sound. We we don't do moment of silence right. here because we 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 want to celebrate the lives of people that have passed that we think we should talk about. And Harry Dean Stanton. Rest in peace. He passed away at the age of 91, I believe. And yeah. if you don't know who he is, 
you actually do know who he is because mm-hmm. you've seen him Absolutely. in multiple, multiple, multiple films all, throughout the 80s, 90s, every decade. He's just a great character actor. And I don't want to just say character actor because he was just a great actor. That's mm-hmm. right. And you might recognize him from um, Escape from New York, Repo Man, Christine, um, Red Dawn. Pretty in Pink, which I always remember him <laughs> as the, the the amazing dad, and Last Temptation of Christ, The Green Mile, Alpha Dog. So he's been. He was even in uh, the Avengers, by the way. Yes, he was. Yeah, and the Last Stand, and he was also in Twin Peaks, right, Emily? Yeah, he was originally in the movie, in the right? Twin Peaks sequel movie Firewalk with Me, and then right. he he was in this last season actually quite a bit, and was just phenomenal throughout it. I mean, he's just, he was such a, a soulful actor. Like, he had such an expressive face. He, every time I saw him on screen, he was so believable. He was like the working man's working man. Or he was just, everything he did, he sold it. Never know what's going to happen next. We think we're in charge 10 seconds from now. None of us in this room know what we're going to be thinking or saying. So who the fuck's in charge? <laughs> big, uh, big rest in peace. For him, he's uh, he will be missed. I didn't know he was that old. To no, neither did I. Yeah, I didn't know he was well, in his nineties. I mean, he was still working. I mean, he has one more movie that's coming out. I think this month or next month. Is that right? My gosh, it's weird to say that that ninety one is too soon, but he's just one of those people who you kind of thought was going to be around forever. Exactly. I didn't talk about this last week, but we went and saw John Williams. Last week mm-hmm. at the Hollywood Bowl, Boo and I, Lorena wow. and my father-in-law, Boo's dad, Lorena's dad, mm-hmm. we went and saw John Williams and it was an unbelievable yeah, it was, experience. It was I've incredible. seen him before, but this time, I don't know, it was something about it. It was just, it was unreal. It was like goosebumps the entire time. Because I was there. Because you were next Aww. to me. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what it was. Brittany is, a huge, Brittany is a huge John Williams fan. Oh, oh yeah. Awesome. Are you Brittany? Yeah. I mean, he is – this is going to be something – I don't even want to talk about it, but he's getting up there, you know, yeah. in age. And I know. God forbid something happens and let's – hopefully for another 15, 20 years because let me tell you, he was looking fantastic up and, there. Uh, he was and joking and yeah, spry. A and, showman. Yeah, he really he was, was a awesome. showman, yeah. I think he's going to be around for the next trilogy, to tell you the truth. And hopefully he composes those songs. Mm-hmm. But he's another one of those guys where – I don't care if he's 120. It's still not going to be expected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. He's amazing. And if anybody gets a chance to see him, definitely check mm-hmm. it out because it's just an amazing time. And it's not just all Star Wars, even though 95% of the people there had lightsabers in the air. Yeah. <laughs> they did. It, it was amazing. But he does everything from Indiana Jones to Schindler's List to he did about four Harry Potter suites. And then he did, what was that movie with? Judy Garland. Oh, uh, A Star is Born. A Star is Born. Yeah, he did, he did a whole thing about that. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was really it was just nice. great. It was very nice. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to our next little subject here. Jimmy Lee Curtis mm. is Yes! Back. Yes. <laughs> she. There has been tons of talk for another Halloween movie over the years. And now it looks like it's finally going to happen next year, just in time for the 40th anniversary of the original Halloween. And Jimmy Lee Curtis is signed on to do that film. And she's going to reprise her role as Laurie Strode. So she's back. And she put up a tweet. It was really awesome. You saw it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was on the same porch. Yeah. And she was there. And Mike, Michael, Michael's in the doorway. Her. Yeah. Yeah. And that's her brother. It's in that like film. the same clothes. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so cool. Aww. 
So what's scary? Dude. It is, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. You got to check it out. And what's cool is I heard they're just going to say everything after two is not relevant towards huh. this film. So this is going to be 40 years after Halloween two, pretty much, or like, you know, 38 years after yeah, Halloween yeah. two. And we're going to pick good up. Good call. Yeah, that's a really cool. good call. So we don't have to worry about that. So that's going to be cool. You guys, big Halloween fans, big, you, you guys are big horror fans. And Emily, I know you are. I am. Brittany, you're a big horror movie fan. Kind of like I enjoy. I don't watch a lot, but I enjoy it. You are you like Boo, where you just will stay away from films, or are you actually go to movie theaters and freak yourself out? I've never been to a movie theater to see a film like that. Like I wanted to see it, but my I usually go to movies with like my brother and my family. But brother just refuses to go. He's a, deathly afraid of clowns. So Smart, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So next, really, maybe okay. Here's the deal for it to. We we have to go, and Boo has to sit next to Brittany, oh. and we have, to, we have to and we have to record them and just to watch them freak the shit out. We we'll just put a GoPro on the chair, yeah, in front of uh, us. yeah, that's, night that's, vision that's GoPro, wonderful. exactly. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, yeah. If I scream more than she does, how does that? My there goes my street. That's cred. exactly why I want to do Damn this. Damn it, man! Yeah, what? no. Well, Brittany already put her street cred up by talking about side pieces and mains. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Right. So you already lost whatever I feel you had. Challenge. Yeah, yeah. she I'm came a, in here and stomped on the block. Like a girl. That's up. not cool. <laughs> so it's all good. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We're gonna do it. All, all right. right, it all too. Right, fine. Yeah. So yeah, this time this looks cool. Halloween. I have no problems with this if they're gonna bring back Jamie Lee Curtis and let her do her thing. And hopefully they'll get a good writer and good director and it won't be some kind of like stupid kind of like slasher film. Mm-hmm. But it'll kind of be an interesting movie. So that means uh, everything from four to what is it? H2O? Everything from three. Well, Season of the Witch didn't have anything oh, Season to do. Oh, Season of the Witch was, was John, with... the different storyline. Yeah, yeah, it was a whole yeah, different storyline. it wasn't story even line. Mike Myers. No. No, so four to H2O, yeah. Okay. Yeah, won't count. All right. In this realm. I would say of all of those like 80s like slasher fix, the original Halloween is definitely the most scary. Mm-hmm. You want you want to know the, like, you want to know what the, the scariest John- part is for me in that movie? What the very end when you think he's dead and she's just like, oh, God. and then he just gets up with just like stone, like with his mm-hmm. arms to the side and he just gets up and it goes, da-da. yeah, the music, da-da. the music is the, 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 part. the score is incredible. John Carpenter. Oh. I mean that, that is the iconic horror movie music. Yeah, oh. for sure. That, that, oh, such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Halloween one was great. Friday the 13th one was great. And part two is okay. Nightmare Elm's part two was fine. Elm Street Part 1 was great. I like Part 3, Dream Warriors. Oh, Dream Warriors was cool. Yeah, That's the one Dream with Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Dream Warriors. That's the one cool. where they fight back. Yeah, and you have the cool punk girl with, like, the knives. Yes. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, so this is going to be cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited. So I was talking to Rashad today. I by, by, big shout out to Rashad and Justin and Barbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashad and Justin from Will Communication Podcast. Rashad works for a studio that is doing Hellboy. Yes. We got our first look at Hellboy. Yep. I'm not a, like a huge Hellboy fan. I know less you are. I'm you, not a you're big not huge, fan, but, you, but you I like know this. enough. Yeah. yeah. Hellboy will soon be back on the silver screen, but not the Ron Perlman portrayed version, of course. Starred in, he starred in the Guillermo del Toro films. Instead, Stranger Things, David Harbour is stepping into the comic book character's shoes for the upcoming Hellboy reboot. So he put up a tweet. And it looked pretty badass. Yeah, it is pretty yeah. awesome. And I, the, like, the, the, the makeup looked really badass. Yeah, it looked yeah. really cool. And Rashada was telling me that they're very, very excited about 
David Harbour and where this thing can lead and go. And they're still picking out actors and stuff, but very cool. Making good steps. Yeah. You guys into this, into the Hellboy thing? I never really read the comics. I loved those Guillermo del Toro movies. And when they first announced they were doing this new one, I was really upset. Like I knew that third del Toro Hellboy movie was never actually going to get made, but I, I still had that hope. But I love David Harbour. He's so good on Stranger Things. And when I saw Stranger Things, I was watching the whole time going, okay, this guy is going to be somebody big. Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. He's such a good actor. That makeup is great. Like, it's Mm -hmm. definitely definitely less friendly than the the Del Toro one. But I've, I've read that that was very much on purpose, that it was going back to, like, this rougher look. And it's really impressive. He looks really good. I'm even excited about it. And I yeah. only watched one of the Hellboy movies. There was two or three of those. Two. There's Hellboy and then the Golden Army. You didn't get to make yeah. the third one. That's right. So, yeah, I can't wait, man. And this is uh, it's a good timing for it. I think people are, are so into comic book films right now and, and they are clamoring to get anything out there. Uh, well, yeah. It's a good idea. And then this gets another Dark Horse Comics product out there. Mm-hmm. Brings it to the silver screen. Yeah. yeah. So they have Ninja Turtles, if I'm not mistaken, and then this will be their second one again. Speaking of Ninja Turtles, question for you. Question for the girls. Yeah. I'll go with you, Brittany, first. Favorite Saturday morning cartoon? Oh, my God. I grew up in the late 90s, so. Okay. Okay. SpongeBob. Huh? SpongeBob? Is he not real, Brian? Is, is, is SpongeBob not there at the bottom of the ocean giving Squidward the business? SpongeBob. Okay. All I watched with my best friend when we were little, I would go to her house and she would have first, she was very strange. She still is today. I love her so much. She would always have, or her room was like yellow with like smiley faces all over it. And she always had like seasons of SpongeBob. So we would just go to her house and always watch SpongeBob like seasons one through like six. Nice. Yeah. I was at, I was at a high school doing a presentation for a program, Savannah high school in Anaheim and the creator of SpongeBob, Went to that school and they have a whole big mural on him. Is it mascot SpongeBob? Shit, mascot? <laughs> no, no. Actually, it's a rebel. It should it should be oh. SpongeBob. Yeah, no. Who's right? Who's right? It's a rebel. You're Remember last year, like last last, last one day goes. How the fuck are they gonna still have a rebel <laughs> as a mascot in this place? I said, I don't know. They can get away with it in Southern California. <laughs> That's though. right. Ah. Oh That's yeah. Right. I'm joking. All right, SpongeBob. It is Emily. What I didn't ask you this last time, but what is your favorite Saturday morning cartoon? DuckTales. Oh, oh yeah, DuckTales was That's fantastic. Awesome. That's great. I mean, I think that was technically like a weekday afternoon show. It was. Yeah. It was. That's what I'm going well, to. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. It doesn't have no, to. But be... they did. Didn't they move it to Saturday mornings? I don't remember. Was DuckTales on during Animaniacs era? No. No. It went out a little before that. Yeah, I was going to say it was before that. All right, DuckTales. No, but there was a Darkwing Duck was on oh, during yeah. that time. Darkwing Duck. Okay. Yeah, it was like there was like Darkwing Duck and Animaniacs and Tiny Two Adventures were all on at the same time. And then the best okay, thing see, came on was, after that, which oh, was Dar- uh, Batman. Okay. Oh yeah, oh, man. the Batman animated series. The Batman animated, oh, yeah. the great one. Yeah, with Mark Hamill. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I just want to throw that out there. We're just going anywhere at any time. A lot, lot of homework didn't today. get done during the weekdays. Uh huh. Oh, because of that. Oh, because yeah. of all the cartoons all that the were cartoons. always on. Yeah. See, in my era, it was He Man and Voltron and Thundercats. And yes. All that great stuff. 
Yeah. I'm not going to ask you to because I already know. So when you tell your parents, I don't have any homework, and you just go sit and watch cartoons. <laughs> then the problem is, are you sure? And you go, yeah, I'm positive. I did it in school already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. And then the progress report comes, you're like, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. By the way, the new the new DuckTales is awesome. There's a new DuckTales. Aww. What? How do you not know there's a new DuckTales? I didn't know. Emily's just yelling at me this whole podcast. Yeah. I, love it. I love this. I do yeah. that a lot. You have to understand. Like, the last oh, no, Emily. I like it. I like it. Just, <laughs> the last episode of How's Andy that we did was me literally <laughs> telling Charlie to shut up like 12 times in a row. <laughs> Dude, that's fine. I, I, I feel honored by getting yelled at by you right now. So keep yelling at me. That's yeah. all good. It's a, it's a great honor. Like I, When Emily starts yelling at me about how Ewoks are people too, I'm like, please, please yell at me. Like, Ooh, I deserve okay. this. Are we yeah. gonna get into the Ewok debate here? Oh man! Let's get let's fuck it. Let's just fuck <laughs> it. Fuck it. Let's just get into the Ewok debate. People right have now. been drinking, just so yeah. you know. Yeah. Really. This podcast, we're gonna go all over <laughs> oh, the place no. this week. We're gonna have some fun. Ewoks. Oh, yeah. What is what is your opinion on Ewoks? Hey, cut it out! Do not move, or I will stab you with my very sharp spear. Look, put that down. I- I'm not gonna hurt you. You are my enemy, and I want you off my planet. Want a piece of cracker? I will do anything you say. I'm gonna go with you two girls last because I want to okay. know. Let Les, what is your opinion? You, I, I haven't. I've stated my opinion on this. Podcast, I've but... never really had an opinion on Ewoks. Do you like them? I could. It didn't matter. I watched Jedi because I liked it. You think it. they ruined Jedi, or they? I have they no opinion film. whatsoever. Okay. They do, they don't make or break my Star Wars experience or my geek status. Thanks for nothing. Boom. <laughs> uh, they didn't help Jedi. That's for sure. Ooh, okay, if, okay. If they were, if they were, if they were the same creature but like a little bit bigger right. and more menacing, they're called they, bears. You mean Wookies? No, not that big, but 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 getting close to it or just a different creature because to had to, for them to be able to defeat the empire yeah. with with some sticks and some stones, not and all that shit, too. not possible. No, okay, you know it was just a skirmish, dude. They didn't defeat. The it was empire. a skirmish. It was a fucking skirmish. battle. It, yeah, it wasn't okay. Did they really? Okay, they didn't like take down the empire. Uh, yeah, they, they helped. But there's like weak a the Death Star, there, and uh, this is the thing that uh, the uh, where the force field is projected for the Death Star, uh, and you okay. don't have it well protected, and you and it gets taken out by some fucking little. Little chihuahua-sized bears? Come on. <laughs> Chihuahua-sized bears. Brittany, Koala, what's your Chihuahua. take on these uh, furry little creatures? I don't know. You know, I got into Star Wars when I was about like eight or nine, and I never really had an opinion about Ewoks. I was just like, oh, they're an essential part to the plot. Okay, and they're cute. And I always remember it was really heartbreaking to see that one scene where um, two Ewoks were like shot by an ETST, right. and then the one wakes up and is like tapping on the other one, like "Wake up, yeah, wake up," sad, and it's dead. And then he started to eat him. I'm surprised he didn't eat him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. He wanted to make sure he's dead so he could eat him. There's a barbecued yeah. Ewok right there. Yeah. All right, Emily. All right, look, motherfuckers, I'm going to school you. <laughs> Ewoks are awesome. Oh man, you gonna learn today. You gonna learn today. That's why, I, that's why I went to you last. Uh. Okay. The Ewoks are awesome precisely because they don't look menacing. They look like adorable, cute little teddy bears. And, like, Wicket is an adorable, cute little teddy bear. Yes. But they also can kill stormtroopers and, pretty obviously, eat people. <laughs> that's absolutely right. They're fucking cannibals. Emily well, loves cannibals. <laughs> no, cannibals. I guess and, they're not cannibals because they don't eat themselves. We yeah, they don't that. eat their own species. We don't know that yet. We don't know that. That's true. They probably but, do. But human flesh is very tasty. How do you think yes. Leia got that outfit? They ate the fucking 
lady that was in there before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is very true. Somebody else crashed. Yeah, just have a random fucking, fucking outfit for an yeah. adult <laughs> or a human lady in there, like a woman. And they do know how to <laughs> cook, rotisserie <laughs> style. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> proceed. Proceed. Proceed, please. Emily. They have they have these awesome tree houses. They have this whole forest planet, like totally booby trapped. They got big ass like <laughs> stabs they can stab people with. Ewoks are the best. Okay. All because right. the, the combination of super cute and deadly is good. In my all right. opinion, all it's always gonna be good. So I wonder if these porgs in this in the last Jedi are gonna be deadly as well. Oh, they have like six <laughs> inch teeth. Just start, yeah, like, just gnashing teeth. Well, they yeah. have like you know, like it, they have those teeth. Like yeah. and they open their mouth. Like seven they, rows of teeth. Yeah. Yeah, like dead lights and mm-hmm. their gullets. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> just start chomping on chomping on Kylo and the Everybody started getting surrounded by porgs, and you go, "Hey, kitty, what's yeah, up?" Yeah, exactly. Turns into the birds. Alfred Hitchcock, the birds. <laughs> oh, it'll be that scene. I can't remember which Jurassic Park sequel it's in. There's like, there's like the little kid who's like out among the dinosaurs, and he starts to see like all the cute little ones. Oh, the and one that's at the, the start, first one at the start of the second one, where she's on the, the beach. One. She's at. Oh, the, that's she's right. Yeah, right. yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 Speaking of Jurassic Park. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. No, we don't have Jurassic Park news. Segway. <laughs> That'd, That'd be, be a good segue. Uh, by the way, your guys' segues are uh, on point over there. <laughs> I can't tell why. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Oh God, See, I listen. I don't, I'm not just one of those guys that say, hey, a great podcast. I actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> There's so many people that do that. Like after, you know, after starting a podcast and everything, I was talking to a friend about this. So many people are always like, oh, yeah, I love your podcast. Then we only have like three reviews on iTunes. And it's like, <laughs> yay, I, listeners. But do, no, it's all good. I do have to leave a review on iTunes for you guys, though. I haven't done that. <laughs> and, and I love how you, the letters are CBD. That's fantastic for your podcast. And I love how I, I first called it Can't You Bite Me. All right. Let's get into some real geekdom. Let's not talk about Ewoks anymore. All right. Let's talk about Marvel since Brittany – Loves Marvel now. That's a side piece. As a side yeah. piece. As a booty call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my booty call. Question yeah. that they gave Mr. Stanley and comicbook.com had this piece on Stanley and he was recently made an appearance at Wizard World in Nashville and he offered a ray of hope for those who have been hoping to see the X-Men incorporated in the MCU and the two guys that are in the room with me would love to see that. This is what he said. He said sooner or later, they're going to get the rights back to all our characters. They're working on it and they're still making X-Men movies and stuff. Don't worry about it. You'll get more Marvel superheroes than you'll ever have time to look at in the next few years. Wow. I love that they're working on getting the X-Men back. Yeah. And I love how we're going to get all kinds of new characters because they're going to start phasing the old characters out. Right. That's Mm going to happen. We've talked about that before. But – can you imagine the X-Men back in Marvel's hands, MCU-wise, not comic book-wise? Obviously, they have them already. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine those characters teaming up with the characters that we all know and love right now? Yeah, I, I can. And I've always imagined it. So, yes, that's <laughs> all I've ever imagined. You're still imagining it. <laughs> yes, I am right now. Brittany, are you a big X-Men fan? Not really, but if Disney decide if Disney purchases uh, X Men, or I think that's the big deal, right? Because aren't they owned by Fox? Yes, the Probably movie not. making okay, rights cool. are owned by by Fox. Yes, but, uh, the comics are Marvel. Disney, Still more. Marvel. Disney Marvel. owns them yeah. comic book wise. 
Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think that would be interesting, you know, incorporating like the Avengers, like with the um, with X Men, because I'm really into the Avengers. Like, that's my main booty call squeeze is gotcha. the Avengers. So, who's your I'm, favorite character in the Avengers? Gosh, I was think I've been thinking about this a lot. I think since you asked, I mean, or asked us to be on the podcast, but. I think I have to go with Captain America because I really respect him. Like Captain America, Winter Soldier, like that's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. That's going to go know. down as one of the greatest comic book films. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Even though, to, honest, to be honest with you, I like the first one better than the second one. But I, I love Winter Soldier. I just love right. the first one. Yeah. And, and just yeah. so you guys uh, know, listeners out there, if you already don't know, there is a book. It's called Uncanny Avengers. And it's basically the X-Men and the Avengers combined. Mm-hmm. And, and so I figure if they, cables if, on it, if that goes down, that's where they're going to yeah, go. Yeah, cables on the team. You got you get Rogue, Cable, Scarlet Witch, uh, Luke Cage running around. So yeah, you in any given time, the roster is basically a nice mismatch of Avengers and X Men or mutants running around together. It's pretty cool. Cool, Emily. Uh, what do you think about this X Men into the MCU, and if that'll ever happen? If you think, <coughs> um, I. I love the X-Men. They were always my favorite of all the Marvel books. It's the one I've sort of gravitated to the most, where all my favorite characters are, and and just like the stories that I always loved. And they were really the first superhero comics that I read anyway. I'd be really excited. I think, I, I don't know, it's hard to imagine Fox giving them up. That's what I'm thinking as well. It would have to be a sweetheart deal, kind of like a Sony and Marvel deal that they did with Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see how the hell they would give him up, or when it, I, don't, I don't know when they. I, I would. Re- I think we're going to get other characters back into Disney Marvel before we get the X-Men back. I think the Fantastic Four will find themselves back in back. Oh in, yeah, in the mm-hmm. safe hands of Disney Marvel before we yeah, get the X-Men. Yeah, and I don't think we'll see a Fantastic Four film. I think for if a long they do, time. it'll be. I think they'll be able to pull it off. They'll do it correctly. Yes. Oh, they'll I yeah. Agree. MCU, yeah, MCU yeah, will do it yes, right yeah, for MCU. sure. Okay. Well, speaking of doing things correctly, we have a <laughs> DC. You like the segue? We have a mm, DC, DC <laughs> info. Some DC stuff that they're trying to get their things done correctly, and they've been having problems. But like I said before, they are on their way of making right decisions, and they have the Nightwing director. Collider actually spoke with the Nightwing director, Chris McKay, on, at the press day for a Lego Ninja Go movie, which he produced. And he had some stuff to say about. And he says, I'm a big comic book fan. And being able to do the story of Nightwing, to do a Dick Grayson story, which is a character that every single person in the world knows, but has never really had a lot of screen time. They've made a billion Spider-Man movies and a lot of Batman movies. And they've tried the Hulk. When they were making the Tim Burton movies, they were always like, oh, well, we'll do Robin in the next one. Maybe we'll save Robin for Batman Returns. Nope, we'll save it for the next one. With Christopher Nolan, people were like, is he going to do Robin? When they made Batman vs. Superman, they were talking about it. I'm a big fan of underdog stories. He is one of the biggest underdog stories in comics. And he's a character that I grew up with. I like the arc. And then he said that this film will be nominated for Academy Awards, guaranteed, for stunts because they're using very, very little CGI. And everything you're going to see is actual stuntmen doing the effects. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, Dick Grayson, I'm going to go to you, Les, first. Do you think that they can pull this off? Yes, of course they can. Nightwing, uh, Robin slash Nightwing Dick Grayson is 
a pretty, I mean, he's very popular. So a lot of people would be willing to go watch a Nightwing movie. Um, if you could find a way to tie maybe, you know what? I'm not even going to say that. Just a Nightwing solo film. Yeah, I think it has a chance to be very, very good. Okay. Boo? Yeah, it's, it's going to be very interesting, but a lot of people do know about him, but it's going to be a tough thing. I think I think the one one danger that they have is that they have to connect him with Batman. And if they do that, people are going to want more Batman because you can't have Nightwing without Robin and there's no Robin without Batman. So there's a danger there where you do have to have some kind of beginning story and stuff like that. And Batman's going to be there and there, there had to be some kind of shenanigans and stuff like that going on. So that's the one danger that I have. That's a tough thing to do. Create a movie that is very compelling and very entertaining with a little bit of Batman in it, but not a whole lot. That's that's the one danger that I see that them running into. But yeah, it it would be a really interesting story. And it, from what he's from what you said about his quote about them being a, a ton of stunts, that's yeah. awesome. That is very cool. As long as Tom Cruise is not in it, well, <laughs> he'll just hurt himself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dynamic duo. What do you two think? Huh? Ooh, you see how I did that? Clever. Yeah, I see how I did that? Clever. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Personally, I, I kind of agree that like jumping straight into a Nightwing movie seems a little bit strange just because it's so closely Batman connected. It's sort of how I feel about the the talk of the Venom movie with no Spider-Man. Right. I kind of can't quite imagine what that's going to look like. Um, I think I think you can do a good Nightwing movie, but for me, DC's done... I mean, if you ignore the Christopher Nolan stuff, DC's done one good movie so far. Yep. So I, I don't really have faith in them at this point. I, I think you can do a good Nightwing movie, and I hope that they do it well, but I can't get excited about it until we actually see some stuff from them. Gotcha. Gotcha. What do you think, Brittany? Yeah, I have to agree with Emily. I don't really think that DC has a good uh, track record other than um, their one good movie. So, I don't know. I have no opinion. I'm not really into DC as much. Like, Wonder Woman kind of bought me over. So. Yeah, Wonder Woman was amazing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I had a really emotional experience watching Wonder Woman. So Did you really? I really? Yeah. Yeah, let us I, tell us. Tell us. Yeah, I don't know if it was just, you know, I've never seen, like, a woman character like that before. I think, you know, the very beginning of the movie when they're at the... Or, um, the mascara, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah the mascara. Yeah, that's right. Yes. The mascara, yeah. I just seeing like so many like women, you know, like that, you know, powerful, you know, strong. Like I, I just got really emotional. I think I almost cried because Aww. I've never seen a movie like this, you know, showing women, you know, strong, independent, also beautiful. And it was, I was just thinking, like, why wasn't I watching, like, this kind of stuff when I was a kid? Like, thinking if I would have watched this as a kid, like, I would have been, you know, it would have been so wonderful. Yeah, and it would have been a great moment for you. Little girls can look at Wonder Woman and be inspired and be 
positively influenced by her like that's wonderful like i'm so happy that this movie exists for young girls like obviously like there are some issues like with the film like in the middle and towards the end i love chris pine so seeing him is always fantastic i just think that dreamy eyes dreamy eyes i know (laughs) i i've mentioned this about a hundred times that uh, are on my podcast but i went to d23 that expo and he was there Mm -hmm. because he was promoting um i forget which movie it is um oprah's in it Oh, yes, uh, the new one. Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle, Wrinkle in Time, time. Yes. yeah. And he was there, and he had a full beard. And I'm like, I don't like beards, but it looks good on you. So, hell yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. I wish these kind of movies were out 20, 30 years ago as well, or 15 years ago as well. And hopefully this making so much money gives the studios the balls to be able to do these kind of things more often. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. You guys want to listen to some voicemails? Hell yeah. We have we have voicemails from King Tom and from Richie. We're gonna listen to Richie from Boston and his great voicemail. What's up, Sith Heads? This is you, buddy Richie. So guys, this week I wanted to ask you a question. Because I was sitting down and I finished up the Defenders and I was flipping through the Netflix and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't have anything to watch. And then I, you know, I sort of realized that, oh yeah, I do have something to watch. One of my favorite shows is this show called Turn, Washington's Spies. It's it's an AMC show. And I guess it just ended, but season three is on Netflix now, and season four is on the AMC app, so I'm going to try to binge through both seasons and, and finish it up myself. Really fascinating show, but I'm kind of a history nerd, so it's all about... Um, sort of Washington's spy ring during the Revolutionary War and really neat period drama. So I'm wondering, it's and it's a total non-nerd, non-geek sort of thing, what's your favorite non-nerd or non-geek fandom? And, you know, it could be anything. It could be sports or what have you. And, and to boot, when that non-nerd fandom intersects with your nerd fandom, do you like it? Do you hate it? You know, what do you guys think about that? I've got a, I've got a few. I'll give you one. There's one that I hate, one that I like. I'll give you the one that I like. I love baseball, you know, I, and, and I have season tickets to my local A-ball team. And they have a Star Wars night once a year. And when that ball team, when when that Star Wars night happens, they get, you know, 501st guys all over the place, really awesome, so much fun, um, you know, get to take pictures with stormtroopers, everything, you know, everything's got Star Wars music blaring over the speakers, and, and they do a lot for the kids, and it's a lot of fun, and you get to watch a ball game to boot, so that's my favorite. What what do you guys think? Do you have a, a non-nerd fandom? Does it ever intersect with your nerd fandom? And what do you like? What do you hate? All right, guys, take care. Richie, thank you so much for that voicemail, like always. Great question, Richie. So what is our non-geekdom nerd fandom? For me, it would be music and sports. Music and sports and film, I guess, even if it's non-geeky stuff. Mm-hmm. So that would be mine. Throw it to the ladies. Yes. The lovely ladies. Let's what do is that. your hey, ladies? Go ahead. Your your non geeky fandom. Brittany, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. The first two things that I thought about were actually tennis and Taylor Swift. So <laughs> Taylor Swift. Tay Tay. Okay. Yeah. 
So I'll start off with tennis. So I've been playing tennis since I was about like eight years old. So it's, yeah, I played in college. I played in high school. I was okay. I don't like bragging about myself, but I can hit a good tennis ball. Yeah. I had a good serve. (laughs) I'm left-handed, so people hated me. I'm really into like women's tennis. Like I really love Serena Williams. She's fantastic. She just had a kid recently. So go Serena. She did. She yeah. did have a kid. Serena is the best, dude. <laughs> Les is a big fan of Serena Williams. Love, and I like Sloane oh, really? Stevens, too. Sloane Stevens is slaying right now. Oh, my really God. Like I know. Mm. I know. I used to have a job. I used to work in a bowling alley at my um, casino. So we would always have, like, big screen TVs, and I would always, like, work bar, and I'd always have the tennis channel on. So I'd always be watching tennis. And now since I'm uh, at my dispatching office, I don't really watch that much tennis anymore, and it breaks my heart. Oh. So. Um. I know. And so, okay, Taylor Swift. I'm like, I'm not one of those people who's like really into music, but like growing up and like, especially like end of middle school into junior high or into high school, I really admired Taylor Swift. Like her music spoke to me, you know, obviously being a young girl in my teens, you know, finding love and, you know, heartbreak and all that fun shit. I don't know. I really respected her that, you know, she's a female songwriter and she's not afraid to sing about, you know, things that happened in her life and about people. And that was very rare for a woman to sing about that and write about that at that time. I don't know about now. Like, I really enjoyed her country music phase. Her pop phase, like, I enjoyed, but it just didn't speak to me as well. Probably because her music now doesn't really speak to me as it did in high school. Like, you know, teardrops in my guitar. Like, oh, yeah, I I felt that feeling before. Like, um, shake it off. Like, I, no. Uh, Look what you made me do. No. I. What's that one that I, it's always in my head and I always, ah, you wouldn't know what's in my head, but. There's, there's, yeah. there's, there's, I'm not asking you what's in my head. Uh, you never know. Which one, the one that goes, uh, uh, please sing it for us. God darn it. Please. I don't know. I it's can't style, it right? But you please know what? I have, I have, I, I, I will, it'll come to me. Sing it. 18, not 18. No, this, 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 this I don't know about you. No, 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 no. I'm feeling 22. No, no, no. Oh, no. Not that one. She, she says, James Dean, look at Daydream, look at. That's it. That's that, the that's one. Style. Yeah, that's style. That's style. You got that James Dean daydream look in your eyes. Style, yeah. Style, style, yeah. yeah. I'm done with that song. But what's with your girl stealing from my girl? Her last video. Yeah, we we, we don't want to go there. Okay. No, we got in the formation. Wow. Let's go there. We're trying to get in the formation. Wow. Damn. Okay. about to throw down okay. the gloves. You share your off. point. You share your point first, and then I'll share my point. I, I need sure. to. Oh, my yeah. point what is, she wants to my pe- point, point is that your girl, Taylor my girl. Swift, ripped <laughs> off the Lemonade video Yep, and l- ripped off this whole, like, I'm upset, I'm going to beat some ass kind of kind of uh, shenanigans. We, I was upset we with a cop out of that, but we'll, let's not go there. Let's yeah, we're not going to go there. Please, we're sorry. This is going to turn into <laughs> some Taylor Swift, Beyonce debate, and I don't want to have another hour of podcasting into this. <laughs> But we 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 do love that you love Tay Tay. Yeah, oh yeah, of Tay-Tay's course. Cool. And I, I love got... that you love Beyonce. Like that's fantastic. You know, yeah. she's an amazing woman. And go you guys. But what I have to say about that music video, that whole music video is just parody about everything about how the world perceives her. You know, she had the old Taylor Swifts in the music video. If you saw, right. like she had yeah, a bunch of old Taylors. She did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like you had from, you know, her fearless tour. It's funny because I recognized all those outfits. I can literally see all those outfits and know what era Taylor that was. Wow, you're and, a mega Taylor fan. Yeah. Oh, I am. Like, you know, like each album is like a different boyfriend for me. 
which oh. sounds like really weird. I, well, like, I think she says the same thing. Yeah, you know, same with her too. And like we've, I, you know, I get Taylor Swift. You know, like her very first album. You know, like that's her. Like when she first started, I'm like, okay, like I have a, I have the next who, you know, reminds me of this, and then I have a next that reminds me of this album. And the album, well, I'm going off tangent, but the album that spoke to me the most was her Red album, the one that she basically wrote about Jake Gyllenhaal and a little bit of, I think, one of the Kennedys because she dated one of the Kennedys or something. She's dated everybody, I think. Okay. No, I'm, kidding, she I'm, had kidding. To... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I kid. I know. I kid. I'm kidding. I, I, I give – ask these two guys. What do I say about Taylor Swift? I give her props. You call her Tadoff Swiffler. I, I don't. <laughs> Whoa. I have called her that. No, <laughs> no. But, but I give her props because not only is she going through a lot of guys, but I – mean, <laughs> This is not sounding good. This is not sounding good. Brittany, this is not sounding good. What I'm trying to say is – Okay, she, okay. She, her, how many how many male musicians have slept with so many people? Four. Only four. <laughs> I got <laughs> quiet. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That you I say, know. I was about to say. I was like, please share the list. I'm that no, I 100 agree with you. I'm not saying that. I have no problems about how many male actors that she's gone through or musicians she got through. I'm saying I give her props for the quality of male boyfriends that she's had she's had like the a-listers of all a-listers it says a lot about her that means she is must be an amazing woman i mean she's gone through calvin harris she's gone through jake gyllenhaal she's i i don't know if she's gone through uh uh john mayer john mayer john mayer she wrote um a song on her speak now album about john mayer that was called dear john and john mayer was furious about it he was an asshole to her so yeah yeah yeah. i heard he's a little douchey but what i'm saying is like he's she's i mean i I got nothing else to say i'm done with this because it's gonna get me trouble (laughs) yeah i don't want emily to yell at me again she's already multiple times should i take the show But emily i agree with you i agree with you there is a huge double standard but I, I have no problems about how many. I'm just saying I, I don't even have a problem with the quality. I'm just saying that give her props for the ones that she has had as boyfriends. They're like guys that every girl would love to be with. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, except Calvin Harris is kind of douchey. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. I am a huge we Calvin Harris fan. another nerve. Come on. Okay, another nerve. John, Come on. John Mayer is definitely the worst. Yeah, John yeah but is. she was 19, you know? Like, oh, what no, do you know? Totally, it makes it no, worse I'm for him. Judging, like, oh, I'm you're judging, judging him, yeah. I'm judging him because he's a gross sleazebag who dated a 19-year-old and talks about how his dick is racist, so. Yo, I, I read that. I read that. His, that's, he, uh, he equal, that's, that's a statement. He, his dick is equal to KKK white supremacist or something like that? Yeah, whoa, it was whoa, something like what? that about how, <laughs> how he was questioned about, he was talking about women he's attracted to, and he was talking about how, oh, well, he's not, racist but he's attracted to white women so his dick must be racist or something like that yeah yeah Fuck would he's you not say racist, that his says is. the blues guitar player yeah. isn't he a blues <laughs> yeah. what the yeah i'm done yeah <laughs> don't get yeah, less started don't get less started <laughs> yeah oh, but this is anyways, a great episode already we're i know this guy cool plays shit. blues music like oh, arguably the blackest Badly. thing he could do like legitimately and he's gonna say something like that. You got no, no, no. Well, he, he's not saying that he's racist. No, I know, but you still can't play with penises. fire like that. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> That's awful. It, so that is so stupid. Stupid. 
I always oh, remember Lord. growing up, uh, my mom would always play one of John Mayer's CDs, like always. Like we knew that there was about to be a special event at our house or something. My mom would bust out oh, the John Mayer God. CD. So that was like the only CD that I knew at the time. Other than, of course, you know, the Beatles, the Beach Boys. I'm actually seeing the, Be- the Beach Boys next um, Saturday. So wow, I'm pretty cool. so That is very cool. I know. I love I love the Beach Boys. The Beach They're Boys fantastic. produced one of the greatest I've- albums in the history of music. Pet Sounds. Yeah. Pet Sounds that's right. Look I know. You, and, uh, I saw Brian Wilson uh, about a year ago too at the Del Mar Fair, and Genius. that was also I, my sister and I surprised my mom with tickets the day of. Uh, it was funny because I had like a job interview that day and I couldn't get out of it. So I was like, uh, mom, I wanted to hang out with you this morning because we're getting ready for a concert. Oh yeah, by the way, we're going to a concert, and she was like, what? It was really funny. She cried, and I'm like, hell yeah, we're good at gifts. Aww. But yeah, my sister, she lives in Orlando, and we're flying her down for the weekend. So. That we can all go to the Beach Boys together, so it's really. Oh, I really hope they sing Kokomo. If they do, I'll record it and I'll send it to you. That <laughs> huh? is so not like a typical Beach Boys song, huh? but it was huge back I in know. the know. Oh, and John Stamos is going to be there. John Stamos jo- is performing with them. John Stamos is in that video. The John Stamos, yeah. The John Stamos, who ages, he gets better. He's like wine. He gets better. Yeah, it's, with it's, age. It's, he's like he's a vampire, dude. He's got to be like. <laughs> The, soul the, soul a cultist of, of some kind, soul yeah, soul for sure. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Emily, what's your non-geekdom fandom? Fandom. Um. Don't say Twin Peaks. No, <laughs> that's geeky as hell. Um. <laughs> I guess there's a couple of like very specific points of history. Um, I was for a really long time, and still, I guess now to a lesser degree, I was really into ancient Rome. Ooh. Sort of around around Caesar and then the the seven empire emperors after that. Like took a couple classes in high school. Was reading like every book I could get my hand on. The other period of time is this is okay. Very specific is Henry VIII and sort of everything surrounding oh, that. Nice. Um, it, it, the, I'm the Henry VIII the Tudor. Yes. Yes. I'm obsessed with the book by Hilary Mantle called Wolf Hall, which is specifically about Thomas Cromwell, who is almost always portrayed as like this really bad, like sleazy, evil guy. And this book is all from his perspective. And it's just a a fascinating take on, on that whole era and sort of him watching Anne Boleyn's rise and fall and some oh, of the yeah. other wives who followed after that. I, I'm obsessed with this book. I There's a sequel to it, and there's a third one that she's still writing. I picked it up when the sequel came out, and since then, which was maybe, I don't know, like five or six years ago, I've read it maybe a dozen times. Oh, my gosh. That's great. <laughs> like It's one of those books that I, <sighs> I will stop, like I'll finish it, and then... I'll just immediately start it again. I sort of am always in the middle of reading it. And whenever I don't feel like reading the book that I'm actually reading at that time, I go back to that one. That's very cool. Were you a fan of the Tudors on Showtime? Um, You know, I watched it somewhat. It's so over the top, like soap opera-y. It is. It is. But I loved it. I watched. I loved that show. I, it was, yeah, it, it was yeah. very popper. Yeah, it was very soap opery. But I think they have to do it that way to, to sell it. Yeah, and I, I think there's some great stuff in there, and there's some great performances. I think um, John Ray's Myers, is that his name? The guy who yes. plays Henry in that? Yes. He's really good. And, like, it's just a gorgeous show to watch. 
I mean, the costuming is so lush and incredible and the set design. Like, it's just, it's a beautiful show. I really like it. The Thomas Cromwell stuff was amazing. was really cool in it, too. I thought, I don't know how accurate it was, but. Yeah, it's sort of, I mean, it's hard to know. History is, in general, not been kind to him, but history is not kind to many people once they are out of political favor. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. All right, that's great. That's 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 amazing. So so ancient Rome and then Henry the Eighth. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Very awesome. cool. If I have any Henry the Eighth questions, I'm coming to you. And, okay. and, and while and when I was watching the Tudors, I started like researching and and, and reading all kinds of stuff about Henry the Eighth to see how accurate it was. Um, I was really into it when when that show was out, and that show faded away. That's what sucks about these shows. They come on, you get really pumped up, you're into it, and then. It just fades away and you forget about it. Mm-hmm. Like West Wing. I used to – West Wing is one of my favorite shows of all time. And, oh, me too. Oh, I, that is oh, – gosh, Aaron Sorkin. And then and then Aaron Sorkin got arrested and didn't do the show anymore and it got really bad. That's right. <laughs> and then it went it went downhill real quick. Uh, this just sucks that shows. Like Game of Thrones is going to be gone. I know you don't want me to say don't it, boo. Don't say it, but It's going to be gone. And Damn then it's it. like four or five years from now we're going to be going, remember how great Game of Thrones was? Oh, man. You know I mean? Hey, man, at least like Game of Thrones is going to have an ending though. Because I watched three years of Deadwood and got royally yes, fucked over. Right. Yes, yes. we both did. Yeah, so oh, just less. screwed so bad. That sucks. Oh, my favorite show of all time. That, yeah, Devastating. That, that absolutely does suck. Well, we're going to listen to another voicemail. We got a voicemail from the king of all Toms. He just had a birthday. Happy birthday, King Tom. King Tom. Happy birthday. We love you, Tom. Yes, yes. He's the best. Let's listen to royalty himself, King Tom. Hey, Raj, Boo and Les. King Tom here. Didn't think a lot about this uh, big director kerfuffle that's been going on. And kind of got a question for you guys. Actually, I I got a little game I like to call the Wheel of Death. Wheel of Death. (laughs) Jesus. Involves this. This is a question for each of you. Pretend you're a big-time, big-shot Hollywood producer, and you get to make the superhero movie of your dreams. Raj, you make a movie about Spider-Man. Boo, you make a movie about the Hulk. Wes... You make it a great X-Men movie. You have an incredible script. You have all of the actors and actresses you want. You have all of the special effects you want, but you have almost no money for a director. In fact, you have so little money left for a director that you only have three choices to direct your dream superhero movie. You get Lord Miller, you get Colin Trevorrow, and for fuck's sake, you get Brett Ratner. Who do you pick? You know, Lord Miller, people are going to say, oh, it's Ace Ventura that's trying to be dead. You get Brett Ratner, well, I'll be honest with you, I always thought the guy looked like a douchebag. And the news coming out over the last week kind of confirmed that. You get Brett Ratner, well, <laughs> you get Brett Ratner, you get a really shitty movie that goes off the rails. Who do, you, who do you guys pick? Me, I'd make a movie about, like, Dazzler or that all-female X-Men squad that they had a comic book about um, a few a few weeks ago. I wouldn't go... Or a few years ago, sorry. I wouldn't go with Trevorrow just because I wouldn't want him near a movie of mine. I wouldn't want Brett Ratner because... If anyone's going to be making news for eating shrimp during one of my productions, it's going to be me. So I guess i got to go with Lord Miller and hope that 
it's funny, but not like the lady talking out of their ass funny. But that's my pick. Who would you guys pick and why? Thanks for listening and playing my crazy game. I'll talk to you fellas later. All right, King Tom, thank you for that voicemail and great question. You and Richie just come through with these like amazing questions and voicemails every mm-hmm. week. So we really appreciate it, my man. So I'll I'll just go first real quick. I definitely don't want Radner because he's a weird pervert if the stories are true. If people don't know what King Tom's talking about, oh, there was man. reports out <laughs> last oh, uh, couple weeks ago. Olivia Munn. Moon, 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 M-U-N-N-N, whatever M-U-N-N-N-N-N-N. her name is. Um, she had a book out or some, I don't know what she was interviewed. I don't know exactly, but she said that she was in a trailer with Radner and he was masturbating while he was eating shrimp and didn't le- let her leave. Say what? So we- really oh odd, God. weird, horrific but, thing. Yeah. That's yeah but then Olivia weird. Moon came back. I mean, Radner came back and said she was upset because he didn't wreck. I don't know. There was just this back and forth things, but there's a lot of little stories about him um, that weird. I don't like that are weird. So I definitely won't pick him. Nope. And I think I would pick Lord and Miller. I think uh, I wouldn't pick Trevorrow. So yeah, Lord and Miller, I guess, and just hope and pray that it doesn't come out like 22 Jump Street. <laughs> I guess. Girls, what do you guys think? Well, I mean, Brett Ratner already ruined the X-Men once. Yes. And I'd, I'd rather him not get a chance to do that again. I don't know. Colin Trevorrow, I liked Safety Not Guaranteed, but I haven't liked anything else that he's done. And he just kind of seems like he's an asshole. So I guess Lord Miller, by default, more than anything else. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's what I, That's exactly what I said, too. The three options aren't that great. Yeah, which like I guess they haven't done anything that I've hated. So That's true. so That's I guess true. they win they win by and I I really like the Lego movie a lot. I think it's um just adorable and funny and sweet. It was a lot of fun. How about you, Brittany? Oh yeah, I definitely have to go with Lorna Miller too. I enjoyed the twenty one and twenty two jump street. It was okay, but Lego movie was really cute. I trust them. And, you know, the whole thing, you know, what happened with the Star Wars, it's like I don't think that they would have done Star Wars justice, but they can do something like this justice. Give him, give him okay. Beak or somebody from the X Men, like hmm. somebody yeah. who could oh, be yeah. kind of like silly and weird. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that would <laughs> be kind of cool. Like you could give, you could give them some unique X Men characters, what, like like Dupe. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dupe and I Beak. don't know Dupe. Dupe is a little <laughs> green booger. Oh really? Yeah, he's there you go. awesome. But no, they would do. Like, Dupe's a fan favorite. A, a lot com- of people an like X-Men Dupe. Comedy film that would yes, be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Boo, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, if, you know, the voicemail said this would be the perfect, you know, script and the perfect actors. Was it Brett Ratner? He's gonna he's gonna harpoon my movie before it even gets started. With uh, <laughs> was it stuff that he does outside of work or probably within work? So no, he's out. Lord and Miller. As far as my perfect movie, I would want there would have to be some funny jokes, but I would want very little. So I would have to go with what's left, and that'd be Trevorrow. Gotcha. So gotcha. It, oh, not, wow. not not happy about it, but that's if if it was my movie and I envisioned it the way I wanted it to be, yeah, it would be a it would have to be Trevorrow because he's the only one left. A- Emily, are you ready for a cheesy joke? Oh God, damn it! I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if Olivia Munn told Brett Ratner while he was doing that if she said, "God, Brett, you're being so shellfish." <laughs> 
That's fish. I'm sorry. Wow. People don't people don't wow. crash your cars. Wow. <laughs> people don't trip while you're jogging. Emily just went silent. Like I said, lives are lived while they live these podcasts. Listen to these podcasts. She just hung off the hung up the Skype call. Sorry. She just downed all her wine. Corked up. I don't want to do the podcast anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We're done. On that note, everybody, thank you for being on, and we're done. Sorry, I had to. All right, I'll make mine short and sweet. I'll just go at Lord and Miller because they will bring the banter and the comic relief to whatever I would want. Yeah, Lord and Miller is the the, uh, hands-on favorite on this situation. Well, this is a good segue, again, because now we're going to talk a little Star Wars. All right. Actually, we're not. (laughs) What a tease. We're not because we we have to talk a little Game of Thrones because there is Game of Thrones news. And I want—I don't want to have them on and not talk about Game of Thrones. That's right. And I, I know Game of Thrones is done for the season, but a an article came out in this newspaper called The Morning Call. So all hail to The Morning Call. It's a, a a region of Pennsylvania newspaper that got a major Game of Thrones scoop, and it didn't seem to realize at first just how mega it was. So HBO president Casey Bloys, a native of Bethlehem City in, in Pennsylvania spoke to some students and faculty at a public college discussion over the weekend. And then he said that they're going to do multiple endings for the final season just so leakers don't know which one they're going to put out. I heard about that, yeah. As he said, I know in Game of Thrones, the endings, you're going to, we're going to shoot multiple versions so nobody really knows what happens. You have to do that on a long show because when you're shooting something, people know. So they're going to shoot multiple versions so there's no real definitive answer until the very end, until the very last time we play it, Mm. we put it on. This is cool because the way that they were hacking HBO, these things were going to leak. Yeah. And I've um, already seen season eight. You've already seen it? I've already seen it. I bet you you and Ollie have seen it. (laughs) I've already seen it. I don't know about you guys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I, I I like this. I like this uh, situation here because I don't want to know the ending until I see the fucking show. Yeah. Uh, girls, what do you think about this? Do you think this is the way to go for future shows that are this big and this important? Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, that kind of thing. Twin Peaks. I want to leave that out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, definitely. Especially once it's happened repeatedly like it has with Game of Thrones. Just do whatever you have to do to protect your ending. And then in Star Wars, I heard J.J. Abrams had multiple Kev- scripts. Well, I heard he had Kevin Smith. I don't know if this was true, but I heard he had Kevin Smith write a totally bullshit script and uh, bullshit scenes in the film. And then he had him leak it on purpose. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think this is a great idea. What do you think, Brittany, about this? Um, I don't know. If Was it really successful this season? Because we still are. I still found out, you know, most of the plot for season seven. Aha. Uh-huh. So, I don't know, you know, if it's, don't do it if you know that's not going to work. Exactly. What'd you guys think of this last season, by the way? Um, I still haven't finished it. What? Oh, wait a minute. Wow. Rewind. You're mad at me for not watching Westworld. Where are you at in it? Uh, like three or four episodes in. Of this last season. Okay. I mean, you got to understand, it was on the same time as Twin Peaks, and... Like, after an episode of Twin Peaks was over, I I just couldn't, like, focus on anything else. Okay. And, I mean, I know know almost everything that happens this season, just because if you don't watch Game of Thrones right away, you're definitely going to get spoiled. Yeah, that's true. 
so I know I like I know that my man Littlefinger things don't go well for him. Oh. And I know I know most of the plot stuff, but I don't know. It's sort of I'm sure once I start watching it again, I'll just blow through all of them. Yeah, but you, I just you start I haven't. Binging. Yeah, I just haven't been in the mood to watch it. <laughs> No, no, so it's it's all good. That's right. I remember when you were on, you were a big fan of Baelish. Yes, major fan of Baelish. Big fan of Baelish. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> we're not gonna tell you. I mean, how it, it was goes ine- it was inevitable, but no, I know what happened. I know exactly. Oh, you what know happens. exactly what happened. And I okay. knew I knew stuff was going to go down. I was just hoping it would at least be next season. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. How about you, Brittany? Oh yeah, I really enjoyed season seven. It was kind of annoying though. Because my parents had just gotten to Game of Thrones also. Like at that time, like they were finishing binge watching it. So literally, we were, you know, we watched the season finale together because I was supposed to go to your place, but my car was being stupid. Oh, and yes. my dad's, my dad's a retired cop. So if there's something wrong with my car, I, I can't drive it. If I drive it, he will kill me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good dad. Yeah, it is. I know. So I was already bummed that I couldn't go to your place and watch the season finale. So it was the season finale was fucking amazing. Except, you know, the very end was great when I really wanted to cheer when Danny and or sorry, Emily, but when um, no, it's fine. <laughs> when Danny and John finally bang, and I was gonna be like, hell yeah! But then my parents were like. Oh, another sex scene, and it's like no, yeah. Oh, oh, I have a question then, but go yeah. ahead, finish first, Brittany. Yeah, and it's just kind of weird, you know, watching that kind of shit with your parents. Like, I used to enjoy Game of Thrones because it was just something, you know, like that I would watch, you know, by myself. Like, it was really funny because um, a couple of years back when I was like 18, I was in a relationship with this guy and he was like, oh, like, you should watch Game of Thrones. And we binge watched Game of Thrones and then we broke up right before their wed wedding. Oh. So I think like the day after we, bro- we broke up, I'm like, oh, OK, like, I'm going to watch Game of Thrones. Like, maybe that will feel better. The first episode <laughs> I watched <laughs> was the red wedding. Oh, no. I was. I don't think I was. I've never been so mad. I was mad that these characters had died. My relationship had died. I felt oh. like I died. Oh. I was so Man. sad. And That's I'm like, rough. my dad was sitting there and I was just like, oh my God. Like, I think I almost started crying. And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> Nothing Everything's wrong. fine. <laughs> oh, I was fucking pissed after the red wedding. I called. I called. I called less and just berated the show. <laughs> I said, I never, "Dude, it was gonna happen." I'm never watching this fucking show again. I threw my remote. And, and I was so pissed. And look at look at where you are. Now. I know. I know. Never worked out. I know. But Emily, what, so- what was that? What was that question you had? Oh, I was gonna ask. What's the most uncomfortable thing you've ever watched with your parents? Because <laughs> I. Because I lived at home for like a year or so after college, and we we watched a ton of shows together. Like we watched The Sopranos and we watched The Wire, but we also watched Rome, Ooh. which has like <laughs> several like full on like orgy like totally oh, naked yeah. chicks everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, I know. Rome was a great, no great show. Want to take this one, Brittany? God, I saw Bridesmaids with my mom oh, when I was about funny. like 16 or 17. I think that was the first like, oh my God, kind of thing. Because like the car ride home, like she was just like talking about the stuff, stuff of the movie. And I'm like, okay, mom, you don't need to talk about that. But I think definitely 
Game of Thrones. I'm pretty sure that I watched the Game of Thrones episode with my parents where like Cersei gives uh, Jamie like a blowjob and then like fingers his butthole. Cool. Yeah. Wait, say what? Yeah, oh. and I'm like, she oh. fingered his butthole. She fingered his butthole. No, what? she did. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Rewind the truck. Wait, back up the truck. Wait, what? She wait, fingered his you, butthole. You must have very selective eyesight wait, or something. I, I, yeah, because that was like, holy hoping? shit. Wait, no, hold and, on. Let's rewind And here. the weird part is, the reason why it's the weird part is because you're on Aster. Can remember when they're standing next to each other and he gives him shit like, I'm going to fuck your sister? And, he, and and Jamie is just stunned by that. And he uh-huh. asks her, does, does she like yeah. it in the butt? And then later, it's funny because <laughs> you see that she that she reaches around. She might not finger his butt, but her hand is going back there by her, by his ass for a reason. Yeah, this just turned out to an em- Emily Lynn. Maybe, fan yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, but I was like, oh, I was like, what wow. the fuck is going on? Because I, I remembered him giving him shit, and Jamie's just stunned by what he just heard, and he's like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Okay, yeah. uh, we need to rewind. And, All right, well, maybe, well, maybe yeah. that was automatically like, watch. Maybe your yeah. little your little head went off to like a little fantasy All or right, something. Fine. But, you know, well, that's what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what I saw. Okay, boo. We all know what you want to see. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> My bad. Oh, wait, boo. Yes. Wait, I want to wait. How old are you? I am 24. So wait, I'm the youngest one here now. I'm 22. Okay. Yes, ah, you are. Okay. I've finally been beaten. My my mantle has been uh, has been wow, taken from that's me. That's true. No, yeah, man, but true. her street cred is way up there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Your mantle <laughs> is still right, in place. All right. All right. I see it's how it just is. Legit, legit, all right. All right. No, I'm sorry. Dude. Okay. That's all true. Right. She's 22, but she's, she's like... She stomped in here, dude. Oh, okay. She straight kicked okay. the door down, bro. Right. We're looking for a new... She said my main, dude. Would you say my main? It's yeah. over. That's it. Okay. It's, it's okay. mic drop. Right. I see how it is, Les. Yeah, All right. Just, okay. just is what it is, dude. Right. You got to respect yep. that. <laughs> yeah, so it was, you said Rome, you said Bridesmaids. How about you, Boo? Uh, I saw Super Dad with my dad. Super Bad? Super, super Bad. Super yeah, Bad. Super Dad. Super Dad. I have a Super dad. dad, but I saw <laughs> Super Bad with my dad, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty rough one. That was pretty well, that rough. that wasn't that bad. No, but it, but it's like one of those, like, it, the movie is made was made for me I, I I was in high school, so it was funny to me, and it was like moments that I couldn't laugh or I didn't feel comfortable laughing at. So I, I had a better time watching it by myself or with others than I did with my dad. My dad loved it, which was hilarious. I was just dying because he was he was laughing at it. So oh yeah, your dad would love it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a it was a fun experience, but it was a little weird. My dad's like, I want to see Superbad. I was like, what? Why? He's like, it looks funny. I'm like, I am apprehensively like. All right, let's go see it. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was a fun time to see him laugh. That was Emma Stone's breakout role. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I saw, yeah. I saw Borat with my dad. That's bad. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. he, he loved, I have never seen my dad laughing harder than that naked wrestling scene. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Me, it was literally like there were, I think, four people in the theater. It was me and my dad. And then, there was an older couple in front of us who were probably like in their 60s or something who recognized my dad from church. Oh, <laughs> oh no. That's funny. <laughs> he, yeah, they church? turned around like, oh, oh, yeah, because they turned around and they looked at him and he's like, oh, you're one of the Lind boys, aren't you? Because my dad has like five brothers. But then my dad loved that movie. <laughs> That's Is it great. bad that I've watched that movie with my parents like numerous of times? Like we love that movie and Step Brothers. We watch Step Brothers all the fucking oh, time. Step Brothers is classic. Step Brothers is great. It's a classic film. No, it's not bad at all. Wow. How about you? Uh, yeah. Less. Uh, 
Truthfully, nothing really. Really? Not not really, but I have a weird experience though. Uh oh. For some reason my <laughs> mom oh, that's all bad. Thing to do with a butthole. No. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason my mom like okay, so when I was like fifteen, we used to we had all the cable channels, so I used to try to stay up late to watch Skinamax. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. Was the I would try to watch Skinamax, Skinamax. or any of those like co-ed racy movies. <laughs> so for some reason though, my mom would always end up so everybody go to sleep and then all of a sudden my mom would be like oh i can't sleep and she'd come right out to the living room where i'm at and i'm like what are you doing out here mom and she's like what are you doing out here and i'm like just just watching tv just hugging the pillow awkwardly yeah and i'd be like i'm just watching tv and she's like well i'm gonna watch tv with you so she's like she would sit down and i'm like oh shit man she's so she would grab the remote sometimes And I'd be like, here, go ahead. You control the TV. And hit back. And no, she'd grab a remote and she would flip through. And then she would literally go straight through the channels and be like, are you trying to watch this? Nah, mom. Nah, nah, nah. (laughs) Well, what about this one? No. I don't even know what that is. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and go to bed. She's like, nah, you're wide awake. Why don't you sit right here Sit your ass down. And I'm like, like, oh, shit. (laughs) We never watched them, but she would always like run through the channels right. real quick and then we'd end up watching which was weird and ironically it was a good thing because we ended up finding like a turner classic movie oh yeah oh, or okay. something like that and we'd watch like a raisin in the sun oh okay. or it, it, so in an ironic way but i knew my at one point i knew my mom was like looking at the tv guide going my perverted son <laughs> he's already light-skinned with green eyes at 16 he's mannish i'm gonna make sure He's not messing around in this living room in this house. Oh, I knew my mom was have, on it, dude. She one, was on oh, it, dude. I have one. God, I love your mom so much. <laughs> I have so one to funny. trump this. Oh, so no. when I was in high school, I would watch. I would watch movies on HBO and Cinemax, right? Yes. So let's say I was watching, I don't know, Top Gun or whatever, yeah. right? And I was watching Top Gun at like eight o'clock. Well, eight o'clock at night. I passed that like at ten o'clock at night. It's still on Cinemax. Doors open. TV's still on. Mom comes in at two in the morning trying to turn my TV off. I wake up, she calls my name and asks me if I'm awake. I, I wake up and I look at the TV and it's just straight porn. Skinamax going at it. Yes. And my mom's looking oh at my me God. like, what the hell are you watching? I said, I just woke up. I swear to God, I just woke up. Ugh. Yeah. Thinking that I've been no. watching that the entire night. That's yeah, funny. no, my mom knew she would come out legitimately 15 minutes before it even got started right. and be like, what you <laughs> it doing? Even got started. And I'm like. <laughs> My God, man! <laughs> yeah, she she had to have done it for about a year and a half straight, and then I finally was able to couldn't catch a break. Huh? I just couldn't do it, and I at one point I'm like, "What am I doing?" Like, she's always gonna come out there. She's always gonna. I used yeah. to hide the TV guide. I used to <laughs> I used to try to do all that stupid stuff. It was horrible what I tried to do That's just horrible. to watch boobies on TV, dude. And legit, my Did mom you ever was, used to watch scrambled ones back when the cable station was scrambled and you're trying to see the boobies. No, but my brother got me in trouble doing that because the sound still came through. Oh, yeah. Dude. And we're in the room <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, dude, you can see a little bit. And you hear the noises and then <laughs> yeah. boom, what y'all watching? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not watching anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Poor oh, so funny. That is dude. traumatic. <laughs> Yeah, my dad used to always wander by when I would be watching Oz. Oh, and it, it like it would like literally like it would be like I think we were like three different occasions he did this, and it just happened to be with some like horrible rape scene because that show was filled with horrible rape scenes. Oh, yes, yes, it was. And I'm like, oh my man, my dad not only thinks I'm watching porn, but thinks I have really scary taste in porn. <laughs> Are you okay, Emily? 
Do we need? Yeah, to he's gonna some... sit you down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's talk. <laughs> oh man, what a great question! That was a great, that great was question. Good. Thank you, Emily, for that. I'm gonna have to bring that question up again. Yeah. All right, time to Star Wars. Time hey. to Star Wars. Time to Star Wars. Time, time, to, Star... time to call that bitch. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> the main. My the main bottom, bitch. The Brittany, bottom bitch. Brittany's yeah. main bitch. And there was some crazy stuff happening this week. Uh, something that I found out yesterday. We'll get into that in a second. But Harrison Ford, and I'm sure that all the great podcasts out there, Rogue One, now this is podcasting Blue Harvest, and Canto Bite is probably going to talk about it this week. Is Harrison Ford being Harrison Ford? And Han Solo's not dead. Well, that's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> so Harrison Ford was being interviewed by GQ about this upcoming stint in the Blade Runner universe, which is comes out next week, I think, right? Yes. Where he'll reprise the role of Rick Deckard for Blade Runner 2049. In its most recent role, reprisal for Ford, who also brought back Han Solo and will once again play Indiana Jones. This is what he said about the, his future in Star Wars. He put... I can't imagine it. I can't, I can't do Harrison, so I'm not going to do it. I can't, I'm sorry. I can't imagine it, but it's science fiction. I'd rather not. You know, at this point, I'd rather do something else just because it's more interesting to do something new. Well, his little quote made everybody in the internet world go crazy and think about his a chance for to see Harrison Ford again on the big screen as Han Solo. Now, this is what I want to ask you guys. Obviously, I don't think this is going to happen in the recent trilogy that we have, right? Episode 789, and then on after that. But I brought this up. I was on Rogue One, I think, three or four months ago, and I brought this question up to Johnny and Haas, and they pretty much shit on it, Which, <laughs> and I understand why they shit on it. My question was, would you want to see, in the beginning of the Han Solo film, Harrison Ford, Billy D. Williams, playing Sabacc with Chewie at the table, in their age right now, and they start talking about how and debating and arguing about how they got the Falcon. And then that movie starts off that way. Then it flashes back to, a, a, you know what I mean? A young Lando, uh, a young Han. So, and they said that it would be really rough because, of course, they'd want to see Harrison Ford and Billy D. Williams again, but it would be too much of a distraction because then you'd want them to keep to be in the movie still. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Instead of seeing the new new actors, Donald Glover and Alden Enright. So my, my question is, okay, I totally understand what they said and I totally agree with them now. But how about for a Han Solo sequel? If this movie does well, they're going to do multiple films. I'm telling you, they're going to. If it does well, they're going to. There's, there's all kinds of stories they can tell. Hmm. How about for a Han Solo sequel where you have Harrison Ford and Billy Dee Williams flashing back to specific instances in their lives? I'm going to go through the Canto Batch, Despite Girls first. I'm going first. Why did you just go? The Canto Bite. Uh, Canto yeah. Bite. Um, Canto Batch Dis... Canto Bitch. Canto Canto Batch Despite. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. CBD. Yeah. CBD. There you go. You know me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel bad shitting on this idea, but... I Shit on it. Shit on it. I almost feel like that's like too... <clears throat> Excuse me. I almost feel like that's too cheesy. Like it reminds me of like three people in a retirement home being like, I remember <laughs> when we were young. And then like the cheesy flashback. Like if there's a whole movie like that, I'm going to get up and leave. Like that just. No, no. I'm just saying not... this is the beginning. This is the beginning. You don't need the whole movie. She's already yeah. left. She's out the theater. God damn it's it. done. It's over. Yeah, yeah. I've already left. I 
Star Wars is no longer my main bitch. Wow. I'm gonna have to wow. call up Marvel. I... No, see see what you did. You gotta cut it off. This is why I do a podcast and I don't write for Lucasfilm. Yeah. Okay. No, but Emily, you want to shit on my uh, idea as well? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't want to, but it's okay. I let me ask you both I this: ab- Would you not? <laughs> let me ask you both this: Would you not want to see Harrison Ford as Han Solo again? No. No. How dare you both? No, okay, okay. Han, Han's, Han's my favorite character. Me too. Me too. Probably one of my favorite characters from anything ever. But I feel like Harrison is so done with him, and he got an ending, and he got as much as that ripped my heart out and stomped on it into itty bitty pieces. I I need that to be his ending, and I I desperately want to see Lando in either eight or nine because Billy D. Williams is fucking badass, and I want to see Lando with a sweet dragon cape being cool and awesome. I want that so badly, but I don't want it like as a flashback setup. I don't need Han and Lando like grumpy old men shit. <laughs> uh, the more you guys talk about it, the stupider the idea is. In my head. <laughs> he's, 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 he's wiping tears as, as you guys speak right I'm gonna now. Have to but, but he's come to grips with it. I'm he's definitely to, come to grips to with it. Here, I have some tissues. Do you want some? Oh, he's going to need some, yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to. I don't want to see Han gone. So I'm trying to grasp at any kind of thing you gotta deal to bring with him man. back. You, deal with it. you guys are all right, all of you. I, I don't. Know, I'm not even gonna talk to you two about it. Yeah, because we agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm glad that we all agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys said yeah. what we what we wanted to say. Yeah. Jiminy Cricket. Now there's this <laughs> thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you guys about this because I just found out this has been all over the internet. Uh, one of the things that of the rebirth of Star Wars has allowed is for the the widening of the Star Wars universe to include stories and characters we've known all back in the day. A Certain Point of View is an anthology of 40 different Star Wars stories, each focusing on different characters by 40 different authors set. We don't necessarily know if it's directly related to A New Hope, but it seems to all be within the time of A New Hope, at least, because of the 40th anniversary thing. Okay, so it's not just an Obi Wan book. It's oh, a no, bunch no, no, of different characters. Okay, Van. Okay, okay. A shit ton of characters. Okay. So it's okay. just it's an Obi Wan short story. Okay, yeah. got you, got you. Okay, very cool. So it's so it's a bunch of different about forty different forty different authors have forty different short stories about different. Okay, and it's the point of view of each of these characters. Yeah, there's there's a Boba Fett one. There's a Mon Mothma one. There there's an um. R5D4 one. There's apparently like a oh sand God. people one. Afra. I'm going to love this yeah. sand people one. And then do you want to hear the quote from Obi-Wan? I have it right oh, now. God, it's bad. Yes, please. Yeah. please. Okay, so Thank you. <clears throat> I'll get my sexy raspy voice ready. Oh, there you go. Please. There you go. <laughs> boo, calm down. Oh, all right. <laughs> Come I, on, I, boo. I, I need Emily to, re- uh, to rein me in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Be good. All right. I'll try it. I'll there try it. All right, so it says, my name is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I am dead. I know how that sounds, crazy old Ben with his crazy old stories, but this isn't crazy. This is happening, at least I think it is. And it's like from the part of the book that says time of death. I think that's what the short story is called. It sounded like that was from Clueless. (laughs) (laughs) 
My name is Obi-Wan Kenobi. I am dead. I should say that. My name is Brittany. I am dead. My name is Brittany. <laughs> Sounds like the uh, the start. That's gonna be me at work tonight at graveyard. People are gonna be like, "How are you?" I'll be like, "I'm Brittany and I'm dead." <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of of uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh yes. Oh, oh yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Okay. So what what do you guys think about this? Is this a good idea? Is this gonna be canon? Are they doing this just to get little stories out there, just so they can see what kind of these little side movies that they can make? What's the, what's the game plan here for this thing? So I think the main thing with this is it's celebrating, you know, 40 years of Star Wars. I definitely think that any material that they release now is 100% canon. But the only problem I have with this is that there are a lot of, you know, I'm looking at the pictures from, like, Twitter right now. And a lot of these, I thought they were jokes at first. Like, I think one had, like, Ezra on it, and it looked like a joke. Like That is a okay. joke. Oh, that was a joke? Oh, thank God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, people are, like, it's hard to know which ones are real versus which ones are fake because a lot of people are easily making jokes about this. So it's kind of annoying, but I really want to hear, because they're going to do with a bunch of different characters, I really want to hear about Padme. I want to hear something from Padme's point of view because she was my favorite character growing up. I connected more with the prequels. You know, I'm a, I'm 22, so, of course, like, the prequels came out when I was, like, I don't know, like, nine or eight or nine so hearing something from her point of view would mean a lot to me and the little girl that got into Star Wars in the very beginning. So I'm very yeah, excited that's, for that. Yeah, that's very but, cool. But she's super dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well now. Well, so am well, I. No, but. Well, but I mean, it's, it's the time, if it's all the time of New Hope, like Padme is very much dead. Oh, that's oh, true. I don't, is this only for a, a New Hope? That's what it seems to be, or at least. Oh, fuck. That, that's, that's sort of what I heard is it's, it's about it's around because because it's the 40th anniversary of a new hope that the stories are if not i don't know if everything's directly being like oh this is what i was doing during this one scene of a new hope but i think as far as i know at least they're all around that time period oh, okay so that makes a lot of sense because a lot of people are going apeshit because there's a little thing on dr Af- dr afra so I think they're trying to do the everything's oh, connected wow. thing. They yeah, do the so, Dr. Afra. They have her as one of the stories? Yeah. So yeah. there's a little oh, quote here right now. I have it right here if you want me to read it. So sure. I, it says, Afra's life alternated between finding interesting and ancient artifacts and reactivating interesting ancient artifacts. Wow. Artifact, artifact. With brief periods of selling the interesting ancient art. What the fuck? That's not real. That can't be real. <laughs> no, it is. Like, that's okay. You have to understand. This is a sentence happening within a short story. Yeah. So, it could, it could like, sound I'm, off I'm, right now. Yeah, it's that hard. sounds really it, bad. Like, some of them, I feel like, were maybe bad choices as poll quotes. Like, I think the Boba Fett one is, uh, like, it pains me. No, but, I, I don't like, even want to hear it. It pains you. <laughs> oh, here. Um, I have like, a link. Here, I'll send it to Oh, you. no. Just send it's the really, links. Yeah, we're, we, yeah. It's, if, DM you. <laughs> if, if within the story it is meant to be, hey, look at how ridiculous and stupid this guy is, then I'm fine with it. But if he's actually supposed to be cool, then it's really bad. Oh, no. Oh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy whispers of surprise when I walked into the scene. That's right, boys. Fett's here. Sounds like a douchey fuck boy. Oh, yeah, really. That is. That's right. Hold here. on. Hold on. Did you just yeah, say just fuck said, boy? Oh, she did. Oh, yeah, it's did. over. I'm done. You're out. Dead. Dead ass. <laughs> over. Dead ass. Imagine this. This story, this story at least, is going 
be narrated in the audiobook by John Hamm. Oh, is it really? <laughs> now, 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 I love, I love John Hamm. You love John Hamm. That's right. First, I, I mean, he's amazing. Mad Men is incredible, and I think he's really like funny on Thirty Rock. He's great in Baby Driver. But I mean, first of all, he's very, very white, which Boba Fett is not. He is definitely. It also, it also, it just, I don't know. Somehow, I think maybe because of like his Thirty Rock stuff, like I can imagine that line being so over the top cheesy, and like. I can't tell if that's what they're going for. Yeah, maybe they are. Maybe they are going for that. Well, we'll find out when we hear his tone of voice, I think, right? Yeah, I, I'm hoping that that quote is because the whole story is sort of a joke. Yeah, let's let's hope. Let's hope that's not what they're going for if they're being trying to be serious on this thing. Well, this is something that's going to be really interesting, though. That's something it, definitely worth listening to or reading. You know, just to see what it's all about. All right. I think it's time for the flash round. Oh, man. Oh, boy. It's time for the flash round. This is where we try to figure out what's in that big old noggin of yours. You ready? Good luck. I've been waiting for this all my life. There you go. Ricky's so excited. (laughs) Okay, so what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll do each one of you separately. So let's do Emily first, and then we'll do Brittany second. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give less Emily's. And Emily, it's got to be quick. First thing on top of your head. Oh, man. See, now I have to think about them, though. You know, can, yeah. I, can I? I, I See, have okay, one. Okay. I'm not gonna, oh, you know, how about this? How about okay. boo? No, 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 no. I only want one because I only have one. Okay. Okay, go yeah. for it. Okay. Oh. Okay. Peter Baelish or Mendo? Oh, Mendo. Tony Soprano or Al Swearingen? Swearingen. Greatest TV character of all time. Oh, there it is. Favorite TV show of all time? Deadwood. Favorite gum? <laughs> top of your head. Favorite gum, Bubblicious, gum, yeah, Bubba Bubba, Spearmint. Something minty. Okay, Wintergreen. Win- no, exactly, Wintergreen. Good job. That was a good one. Fa- favorite alcoholic beverage? Bourbon. Favorite holiday? I knew that. Thanksgiving. Beyonce or Rihanna? I guess Beyonce. Thank you. <laughs> okay, it, 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 please. And I know you did that just the, to The way me. you said that, that, though, who would you want us to give you of your two choices? How about that? No, no, no. no. This is not, they're going to let them egg. Oh, that's true. Question. This is our Sorry. show, damn it. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Oh, man, it's hard because they've both shat on their legacies this past, like, decade. Yeah. But considering I saw Al Pacino on Broadway give maybe one of the worst performances I've ever seen in anything, I got to oh. go with De Niro. Oh, no. Was, that, that wasn't... Uh, oh, it was uh, it was China Doll, the newer. Oh, um, it was the yeah. Mammoth show a couple yeah, years Mammoth. ago. No, oh. and I been, uh, and I I love David Mammoth and I love Al Pacino, but it was awful. Yeah, like laughably so. Oh. Okay, favorite Tarantino film. Favorite Reservoir Dogs. Favorite art. Favorite musical artist other than Bob Dylan. Nirvana. Nice. See, nice. I wouldn't have known that, Emily. This is why this game is great. I'm a huge Nirvana fan. I carry a Nirvana ticket in my wallet that I, a concert that I went to two, three months before the unfortunate events, but I always keep it with me. I always wow. told myself, I always told myself I'm going to keep it with me forever. And it's still in my wallet to this day. That's awesome. Nirvana. That's so cool. The, um, the, the Nirvana unplugged album is probably like my second favorite album of all time. That's a great album. Yeah. It's really good. One okay. more question. Ewoks or puppies? Ooh. 
Well, okay. Here's the thing, and this is this is why. Okay, Brittany has already heard this rant. God, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Come on, puppies. There's puppies, no, and then no. there's fake you creatures. Just shut up. You can't compare the two because they're both the same size. Because, no, no, shut up. Puppies are animals. <laughs> Ewoks are people. Ewoks are people. Well, they they have a they communication. Have a they have a society. They have a language. Yeah. They have technology. Oh, I guess you're they, right. Like wear clothes. They're not animals. They're just like Wookiees or any other sentient species on Star Wars. Ewoks are people too. Okay, but so... I don't like people, so I choose puppies. There we go. <laughs> oh, Thank you. you don't like people. Slam. There it is. Okay. And then the last question Empire Strikes Back, Jedi, or New Hope? None of them. Prequels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking you, Boo. <laughs> yeah, Boo. Best movie, Empire, but Jedi is the one that I like the best. So you did really well. I like the best, but of the original three, Jedi. Hmm. Bonus question. Go ahead. Oh. Caesar or Antony? Caesar. Oh, nice. Right. Okay. Great I'm job. Done. I'm mm-hmm. done. But you, okay. Although the dude who plays him on Rome, uh, who plays Anthony on Rome, is super hot. James Purefoy? <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> I so wanted to bang him on that show. Here's the deal. Your top <laughs> five. Here's the deal. Everybody's got their top oh, five list. Guys. I have a top Jesus. I have a top ten list on Pinterest, actually. But who's your top who's your top five? Give me your top five. I know Mendo's in it, obviously. Who's your top five list? Everybody's got a Wait. list. You have that on Pinterest? What? Did See, I that hurts his street cred, right? That's what I was did thinking. I, did I say that out loud? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I said that out loud? Yeah. No, yeah, you didn't. No, Pinterest. they heard Pin in some trust or something, but <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to help I you do. out here. I have, my, I have my top 10 on Pinterest. He's going to edit that shit out. Watch. Yeah. I, I like to think that's the only thing you have on Pinterest. No, I have a lot of geeky stuff on Pinterest. Sure. No, just a bunch of pictures of Gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, Gal Gadot's not in my top 10. I got to revise that thing. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, if I knew this was coming, it it might be slightly different, but off the top of my head, okay, Ben Mendelsohn, Tilda Swinton. Nice. Wow. She was supposed to be it, by the way. Mm-hmm. Pennywise. She was supposed also, to be Pennywise. Also, you know, Guelph was, like, fucking Ben Mendelsohn was also in the running for that role. Yeah, I heard that. Huh. Didn't yeah. offer him enough money. Uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. Nice. Possibly the most Very. beautiful man in existence. Very handsome man. Um, of course, Les would say yeah on that one. His fist is in the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop. I'm so sorry. Please proceed. Please yeah. proceed. Uh, <laughs> Great choice, though. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. I mean, goddamn, Stringer Bell. Jesus Christ. Stringer Bell, that's right. Kate Blanchett. Oh, she's fantastic. Uh, Good choice on that one. Oh, my next one is so weird. I kind of don't want to say it. You say, can say Beyonce. Do it's it, cool. Do it. It's, do it's it. Ewoks. No, because it's it's entirely um, personality and talent. Because it's Steve Buscemi. Wow! Oh. Huh. Wow, good for you. That's right. really cool. All right, we look past the features. You, you, you went past that, yeah. the old like looking like an amphibian fish. Yeah, look because well, that's stuff. because he Idris is fish, on the okay? high end of the no, spectrum okay. there. So that that's yeah, no, he, your hey, I love Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I think he's. I mean, just watch Boardwalk Empire. He's just fucking amazing. Yes. Well, and he uh, plays a lot of Weasley bad guys, and I'm really into Weasley bad guys. Okay. Huh. Good. You did fantastic. That's right. He's Mr. Pink, right? He is. He is. Yes. yes. Very upset about being Mr. Pink. Yeah, he's like, why am I Mr. Pink? Yeah, he was not happy. <laughs> All right. Good job, Emily. Good job. Now we're on to Miss Downtown Brittany Brown. 
we're going to all three be involved in this. Oh, shit. So it's going to be like a uh, flash round for us as well. I'll start <laughs> this. Okay. I'm ready. Song that. Okay, no. Ah, oh, shit. I was going to say. C- <laughs> oh, hold on. I was going to say CD and you're. Nobody listens to fucking CDs anymore. What are CDs? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Stop trying what that. If she doesn't do it, you can't do <laughs> yeah. it. How about that? Brittany has never even owned a CD. She's if like Brittany six years old. Brittany doesn't do that, that young <laughs> I stuff, have dude. CDs. You better not. Oh, man. <laughs> Lord. Bust out some cassette tapes right now. Oh, okay. Man. Favorite candy? Nerds. Nice. Oh, I love nerds. All go right. Well, do you like your normal syphilis? Okay, like, here we no go. Questions. Here we go. Yeah, start off with that. Tay-Tay or Miley. I'm going to do this. Here we go. I'm prepared. Like, I'm just the very first episode. Like, I'm like, okay, if I'm ever going to be on the Sith list, I'm going to say this, this, and this. Okay, here we go. I know that's why I didn't want to give you the typical ones, because you're already ready for it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, you said nerds, favorite candy. Spider-Man, Batman. Han or Luke? Padme or Leia? Favorite cuss word? Fuck. Nice. Favorite movie? Empire Strikes Back. Favorite TV show of all time? Scandal. Oh. oh nice. Kerry Washington. Favorite sports? Oh, shit. Tennis. Beside tennis. Baseball? Nice. Very nice. Who would you, yeah. who would you like to play tennis against? Good question. Oh, God. You see... I can't play against anyone good because if I play against Serena Williams, it's just flashback to high school when I would play like the number one girl and like I it would be like 15 minutes and I'd be done. But you're, but like, you're I would on only the, get like one serve in. Here's a revised revised version of that question. Who would you rally want to rally with? Sherpova. Ah. Oh. You want to hear a grunt? That's <laughs> 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 That that was in the Skinamax video, huh? Oh. I never got to watch them. <laughs> no. So, all right. Uh, favorite Batman movie out of all of them? Uh, Dark Knight. Favorite type of dog breed? Corgi. Oh, I love those little short little legs. Corgi butts. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> favorite song of all time? All Too Well by Taylor Swift. She's prepared for this, dude. She, she was, like, was, yeah. I never even asked that question before yeah. to anybody. Okay. Uh, Beyonce or Rihanna? Rihanna. How dare you? You just did that out of spite. No, I, I've been thinking about this for months, actually, you know, going back and forth with Beyonce and Rihanna. I just feel like, you know, Rihanna has evolved over the years so much. We've seen her grow and everything. And she has a beauty line right now, which is fucking fantastic. Beyonce, what are you doing? You know, like, she's giving birth to twins. Yeah, yeah, she's a little busy. She's giving birth to twins. Sorry. And she's playing on Guys, don't all jump on Britney at one time. She's doing charity events for Houston. Oh, I know. No, I love Beyonce. Like, I definitely respect her. You know, and I respect Rihanna too, but you know, I personally prefer like Rihanna. I like Rihanna's music better, even though Beyonce. No disrespect to Beyonce, like she's a fantastic woman and human being. But my personal, all right, Rihanna. You stick with that too. You roll with that, Brittany. You did okay. I guess. Wait a minute. One more. (laughs) One more. One more. Go ahead. Padme or Wonder Woman? Padme. Oh wow! Oh wow! Quick. Padme or Wonder Woman? What a shit. Wait a minute. What's what's Britney's uh, top five? Oh shit, Book, are you asking? You didn't that? ask karaoke either. No I'm kidding. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, karaoke song. Where'd you go to? Um, well, I have two. One is You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift, and then Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Ooh, my huh. chemical romance. Okay. Nice, nice. Really surprised with that, uh, with the Taylor Swift. Uh, one. You're, you're you just lost her. a little street cred, Brit. Oh, look at that. <laughs> my chemical romance <laughs> might have knocked a, might have knocked you off a couple, a couple Emily, of streets. Emily, what's your uh song? Um, I don't 
do karaoke because I hate it. But if I did, it would be It's the End of the World as We Know It by R.E.M. Because I'm proud that I can do all the lyrics. Can you really do that? I was listening Leonard to that song Bernstein. <laughs> That's all you know. That's huh? Leonard Bernstein. That's it. <laughs> Ray That's, yeah. It's... <laughs> That's all I know. It's a great song. Great band. Uh, Boo's question. Go ahead and ask her. Yeah, the uh, 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 Britney's top five. Britney's top five at five. <laughs> Let's see. The oh, she's not prepared now. Huh? Taylor Swift. Well, Taylor no, because Swift. There's, Swift. Swift. <laughs> there's a lot of beautiful people. All right. <laughs> like, what top five like people about, what, what is this, like, top five? Like, top five people I'd fuck, top five people, you know, I'd want to marry. Like, like <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, your top uh, five. Your yeah, top, top five just five. appealing to you. Yes. yes. In okay, whichever yeah, way so. you find Top five that, masturbation yeah. fodder, whether that's purely sexual or also has an emotional. That's right. Emotional from, from moist, from the most moist you can be to the <laughs> most <laughs> moist. My I'm just saying moist. I'm jumping on with Mom, Emily. I made it. Jesus, I made it, Mom. Moist, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mom, I made oh, it. Yeah. Moist. <laughs> she said she masturbation moist? fodder. Moist is so much more moist. Ever... Is so much masturbation I think, i'm sorry i think we should all stop and everybody say moist just so we can really oh, really bug like, that is just horrible that's from the clumps that's... don't poke moist and clumps the same sentence <laughs> moist. Uh, i feel like haws and you know i'd rather not okay please proceed yes yeah, that's your top five yeah whichever way you see fit yeah I'm going to have fun editing this thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just don't I'm think so you should. Sorry. No, this is great. Oh, it's good. I love this. All right. So, top five. Ewan McGregor. Huh. Diego McGregor. Luna. Okay. Oh, okay. Chris Pine. Orlando Bloom. Uh-huh. Boo. No, we're kidding. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, hint, hint. Well, hint. Now, that you hint. Hint. now, look at that. All right. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Yeah, I'm gonna walk out out here with you with a pep in my step. You you can't stand up right now. You need to stay seated. Hey, 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 hey! Hey, hey, thank God there's a table. Yeah. Uh, Oh God! (laughs) That loud thud you just heard. You just do the cheapest. That loud thud that you just heard. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! man. Thank you, Haas. Oh man! All right. So, who was your fifth one other than? uh, No, we're done. We're good. We're good, man. He made it. I got a a boost to my ego right now. We're good. We're done. Okay. Fifth person. I'm gonna I'm gonna like get off the podcast and be like, fuck, why did I oh I said fuck really loud, sorry if that's hurt me. But um <laughs> my walls are very thin in my house. Oh, I still okay. live I still live with my parents, but oh, that's, um, that's all right. That's fine. No problem. Harrison oh. Ford. <gasps> nice. You know, young young oh, I don't know if it's young for you or old for Harrison Ford, but young Harrison Ford was a very good looking dude. Good oh, looking fuck, guy. He's so beautiful. He was so beautiful. Or he still is. He's so handsome. And especially when he was younger, too. I love, like, I'm very attracted to, like, humble men who, you know, don't really say much. Or not, you know, like, don't, like, overly express. It sounds really shitty. No. Like, a lot of women like men, like their fathers. Like, my father's very, you know, he's very quiet. He keeps to himself. Like, I'm attracted to a man that's like that. You know, very, yeah. you know, he doesn't like bragging about himself. Like, very humble. So, I'm really attracted to Harrison Ford, you know, even now, like when he was younger too. So yeah, that's not a problem. The guy is a, the guy is a stud. Is a stud. He really old is. and old and, and young. Yeah, he's he's the man. That's Indiana fucking you, Jones. That's right. Yeah, man. What else do you need? Right. <laughs> exactly. 
All right. But so you, you didn't make us choose between Johnny and Mike and Hawes. Oh, I know. Okay, let, let me tell you why I'm not doing that. There's a reason <laughs> why Johnny I'm gets pissed off. Every yeah, time. people get hurt. I, I'm yeah. not going to say that, but I, I don't want any text messages after every episode. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm not. If you want to divulge that, that's on you. Yes. But yeah. I, am, I am done with asking that question. So Brittany, you can you guys can ask each other right now. Go ahead. Okay, Emily. Ha- no. Haas, Johnny, or Mike? Haas is possibly the nicest person on the planet. And Mike, as far as I've interacted with him, is awesome. But I can't not choose Johnny because it's Johnny. And he's been... Okay, I'm actually going to get serious here about this. Although it'd be much more fun just to tell Johnny to go fuck himself. <laughs> Johnny made such an effort to be like super cool with me. Like he brought me on to Rogue One and like has been like plugging the podcast and just has reached out to me like so many times. Um like really brought me in to the Rogue One army and I met so many cool people because of that. And he's just like for all his Johnny Grasso-ness, he really is just an incredibly sweet and amazing guy. And I'm so excited to get to meet him uh, and New York Comic Con next month. Oh, that's and she so picks jealous. Haas, and you picked Haas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brittany, you go ahead. Yeah, I have a similar, you know, thing. Like, I love Haas. Like, I my very first call-in show that I called into Steals was when Haas was a guest, oh, and okay. I completely embarrassed myself. And <laughs> yeah, that was a good times. I remember at, the day after that call-in show, I was so mortified of everything that I said. I got really drunk in a bridal shower because I was like, I've I'm embarrassed myself, but <laughs> yeah, good times. But I have to say Johnny, because again, Johnny's so welcoming. Like I still remember the day that I had the balls to message Johnny on on Twitter and say, hey, like I heard about the Rogue One Army. Like I felt kind of stupid asking, you know, can I join? But he was <laughs> so nice about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And I was like, I love your podcast. And and he like messaged me and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate it. Like, I actually felt, you know, genuine. Like, he's just such a genuine guy. And, you know, he always plugs our podcast. He's so kind. And, you know, so is Haas and Mike, too. Like, the interactions I've had with both of them are fantastic. But I got to also choose Johnny. Okay. He's going to love this fucking episode. That's <laughs> yeah, sure. this, is, this was really good. And and you, you both are, you hit it on the nail. Jo- Johnny it comes across as Johnny Grasso, but he is the nicest, most humblest guy that you'll ever meet when you meet him in real life. Mm-hmm. Emily, when you meet him in New York, you'll, you'll know that right off the spot. I mean, he is... He's a fantastic person. And Haas, oh, what more can you say about Haas? And Haas Mike? might actually be an angel. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think Haas <laughs> is floating around. Yeah, yeah he yeah, might exactly. actually be He's an unbelievable. Angel, yeah. And Mike is unbelievable. Those All three of those guys. Mike, Mike is an awesome person to be around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I can't wait. We're going to have Mike on in October 1st. I think we're doing Oktoberfest, Beer Fest with him. Yeah. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah, that should be fun. And Haas, we love having him on mm-hmm. every single time. And, and, and Johnny's just the best. So... Thank you to those guys. I always say it. I, I feel like I say it so much that they uh, they probably get sick of it. But <laughs> but uh, I hundred uh, percent agree with you, girls. Those those guys are just awesome and welcoming and supportive and pot it forward. And uh, this whole community is. I've said it before. Jason Steele, all mm-hmm. these guys, they're just so cool. And uh, I, I can't wait to meet you guys. And. We were supposed to go to New York, but with Coco getting hurt, um, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. But 
we've got to definitely do something where we all meet again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brittany, you're so close. Please. Yeah, you're so close. Brittany, you have no excuses. I'm only two hours away. Like, I so would have driven, like, to to your house. My parents are like, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> I want to see my friends. And they're like, but do you, have you ever met them before? I'm like, no, but it doesn't matter. We're friends. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. oh, yeah, definitely. Like, just, you know, just, all you Just people... don't have them listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, really, for the love of God. Oh, yeah. I know. I've already banned my parents from listening to Canto by Dispatch after our second episode when we talk about people we want to fucking refresher. Because I was like, mom, dad, no, you don't want to. But that they're so supportive. It's so fun. Like they're always everyone they see. They're like, oh, my daughter, Brittany, does a Star Wars podcast. And it's so cute. But then they're like, well, you can't ban us from listening. Like you can't do that to your listeners. I'm like, I'm not doing that to my listeners. I'm only doing that to you guys because you guys are my parents. (laughs) And I don't want you to listen to me talking about people I want to bang because... Just because, I, yeah. I don't, just, I don't yeah. think there needs to be more. Of yeah, I was about to say, yeah, just that explanation is, is You good, can just yeah. leave it at that, I think. You're good. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, well, th- I just, first of all, tell people where they can find the podcast and where they can find you guys again and all that great stuff. Okay. Um, the podcast is on Twitter at CantoBitePod. It's also on Instagram at CantoBitePod. Uh, you can find us on RadioFreePodcasting.com. That's Patrick Von Frisco's network. And check out all the shows there. There's a lot of good ones, including a couple of other Star Wars podcasts. But yeah, also you can just yeah. look up Canto Byte Dispatch on iTunes or Google Play and all that stuff. Um, again, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at EFWind. Great. Brittany Brown, where are you at again? Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. And you, I don't know. You can find me on Twitter at Canto Brit and on Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. And my name is really hard for people to spell because I throw people off with the I at the end. Yeah. Like it's regular Brittany, but with an I. And it throws off so many people. Like I never knew that until I got into college and professors are trying to pronounce my name and they're like, Britain, uh, and I'm like, it's Britney. <laughs> and then people call me like Britney, and I'm like, bitch, it's Britney. It's Britney. Bitch, bitch, it's, Brit- no. it's Britney, it's, bitch. It's Britney, bitch. bitch. Do you know how many people, like, when they meet me and they're like, oh my God, say it? Like, I've dated some guys and their parents, like, that's all they wanted me to do is just, just say it. Just, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> Entertain me. Yeah, entertain me, Brittany. Yeah, but... <laughs> if you think, <laughs> if you think Br- Brittany Brown is hard to, to say, you should try Raj Dolachahi sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I feel bad complaining, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah no, man. Yeah, no, I hear you. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. We had... I mean, this was like... Ah, this episode was so great. It was everything we wanted it to be i think Yay. i'm so glad it's yeah. so much fun it was so much more, fun yeah. i can't wait to just edit this thing i can't wait to go in and listen to it all over again <laughs> we had a blast and thank you thank you for coming on we can't wait to have you guys on again i can't wait either oh I'm my so god excited. <laughs> yeah it was a great time all right guys thank you everybody else for listening and it was such a fun episode and we will catch you next week on episode number 59 oh man of the sith list Brittany, 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 I tried my darndest to play Taylor. I just, you know, I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. And in honor of Les's birthday, which is on this release date today, I'm going to play a little Queen Bee. Happy birthday, Les. No, shorty, it's Beyonce. We gon' party like it's your birthday. We gettin' in the like it's your birthday. I'm the chick with the hot fish, my no low blow.